Hey, it is Evil Jim Jam. I am going to run the very game that you are about to listen to on Heroic Endeavors, our actual play podcast, which isn't really a podcast. It's a broadcast that we do on Twitch every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can catch us at twitch.tv slash thedatnetwork if you want to see us live and see our faces and, you know, hang out with us in our community, which is super cool and awesome. One of the best ways that you can support the podcast version of this, if you so choose, is to rate, follow, review, subscribe, you know, across any platform that you happen to be listening to this to. Do all those things. If you're a podcast listener, you know that we need you to click every button and type every good word that you can about us because that's just, that's metrics, man. Metrics. Uh, if you are loving the sounds and music that you hear during our game, those all come from Sirenscape. Sirenscape is an app that you can download for free. They've got the Sirenscape online player now, which is absolutely excellent for running games remotely with your crew, which is probably what you're doing in these crazy COVID times. So make sure they check out Sirenscape.com. For now, though, why don't you just enjoy the show? I might even kill somebody. Their character, not the player. I do not kill players, only characters. I want to make that very clear for legal purposes. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's 6 o'clock. It's Friday night. And I guess that means it's time for Dragons and Things. Yay! You'll notice some familiar faces on our cast tonight. We've got Adam Kahn and Diana and Jared and Jamie. But you'll also notice an unfamiliar face. The face of Lamar Harris. Welcome, Lamar. What it is, everybody. Lamar is a good friend who has been with us since the very beginning of Walking in Circles. Uh, we knew him for many, many years. He was with us on one of the very, very first streams of of a tabletop RPG that we did back in the olden times that you you don't probably know that we did uh, because it was on a totally different channel and a totally different era of our lives and it only lasted like two Four? sessions and that was it and then it was we were immediately thrown <laughs> yeah. from the channel <laughs> kicked out but now we've uh, got him back um, so it's a good time I'm really happy to see Lamar because he's he's great uh, and he does a lot of karaoke and other streaming stuff too. Lamar, uh, do you want to tell us where else you stream? Hello, everybody. Uh, you can find me as Lamar the Con Guy. That's L E M A R the Con Guy. I do Twitch. Uh, I do late night streams at midnight, <laughs> uh, specific standard time. And then randomly, I'll just start doing uh, Twitch sings and stuff like that. So you can follow me there and uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the same handle. But uh, hi. Hi, Dat people! You did it! You did it! Yay, Yay. Yay. I've introduced myself. I don't know why I'm nervous all of a sudden. Uh. <laughs> well, tonight we are going to play some Pathfinder, but not just any old Pathfinder, Pathfinder 2nd Edition. For all of you people who are following us in the Dat Vantum days, you will note that our, our new endeavor, heroic endeavor, Dragons and Things Heroic Endeavors will take place in the same world as our main show. Uh, it'll just take place in a different city uh, in Thaspir. It, it takes place in Cavalosha, the capital, the capital of Thaspir. Uh, you may or may not recognize some stuff from our World Anvil lore, and I'll actually be updating our World Anvil to include things that we introduce Ooh. in that uh, Heroic Endeavors because everything that we do is technically Dragons and Things canon from here on out. Uh, and that'll last until we are done with foreign times. Uh, and then we, once we're back in the studio, we can get back to Vantum. But at least we get some good old fashioned dragons and things. Yeah. Uh, that means that we are doing first level characters. So everybody that you see tonight is playing a brand new first level character. And this is Pathfinder second edition. 
so I think now that we've we've made our announcements and we've introduced Lamar, I'll go ahead and introduce our story for this evening, and we'll get playing. <laughs> Avalosha is a city on in the throes of evolution. The old guard reigns, noble families established when the country of Thaspir was founded, living in grand palaces overlooking the city, none more grand than that of Thaspir's great queen, Queen Netheria. But over the foundations, innovation grows. Magic developed in the southern reaches of the country makes everyday life in Cavalosha more wondrous by the day. One of those innovations is the HEI headquarters, a massive building of new construction that stands like a watchtower over Thaspir's capital. Great heroes and famous adventuring bands rub elbows, plot great quests, and answer the cult of those in need of heroic endeavors. But this is not a story about great heroes. This is a story about you four. Five. <laughs> Perhaps someday you'll be great heroes, but that's going to require a lot of work. Work like what you're being assigned by a battle-scarred elf balancing a stack of folders in one hand while he rifles through them for important HEI documents in the other. I've got an assignment in for you some uh, somewhere in here for you. You're all handpicked special for some for this one, so it's uh, quite an opportunity for you. You are sitting around a wide oak table in a small conference room, having been summoned just that morning for what you were told was a special assignment from your bosses at HEI. This elf finds the document he's looking for and tosses it onto the table. You're going to be working for a very high-profile client on a mission like this. Quite frankly, I think it's above your pay grade, but that decision comes from higher up, so my opinion doesn't really have anything to do with it. The elf looks down at each of you with a serious gaze. The folder rests on the table. The elf watches you as if waiting for something, though you're not quite sure what. So what do you do? I would well, put my head, reach up for it, put my claws upon it. So then be like, what exactly is this mission that we must go upon. Look, man, I didn't go over the file. It's all in there. I, I got like 10 other groups I got to meet this morning. Are you, can you hurry it up? Yes, I'll just grab it and I'll open it and start reading what our mission is about. Okay, it looks like you are slated to have a meeting with several clients just outside the city. You see that perusing the diamonds, um, the, you are to meet with Lord and Lady Ovasario. Rather than meeting them in their home in the city, you are given directions to an encampment outside the city and instructed to prepare yourselves for an excursion into the Sirota Forest. Few other details are forthcoming other than the contract amount, which is a full 50 gold scales, which is a pretty hefty sum for HEI licensees of your status. All right, so now that you've gone over the documents, do you understand your assignment? Yes! Oh, good. Yes, thank goodness. And he immediately, as soon as you get, as he gets that verbal confirmation, he like bolts for the door. No. Oh. When you, when you raise your voice, he turns, he's like, he gives you this like death glare. He's like, what, what do you need? What? Hi. Uh, what do they want us to do? I don't know. Oh. I don't have time to babysit you through this. Your heroes are not. Yes. Yes, we are. All right. Now, do you understand the nature of your assignment? Yes. Okay. And he immediately just like bolts out the door, <laughs> uh, clearly eager to be out of this room. What do you guys do? Well, as you all of you need anything before we leave. Since you're the one speaking, Mr. Khan, why don't you tell us who it is oh. that we see? Um... 
So before you speaking, uh, it's actually uh, about a six foot tall, uh, fairly uh, skinny humanoid uh, lizard man. Uh, he's wearing these uh, these uh, gray and, and brownish um, uh, like robes tied around his uh, tied around his waist. Uh, he's got some bracers on, and you can see he's got a couple spines going up the back uh, <laughs> of his neck up to the top of his head. And as of right now, it looks like he's got these frills that are just kind of sitting back at the back of his head. That at any moment they might open up, but they're not going to open up right now. When they open up, do you spit venom? Um, no, I actually do not spit venom, Aww. but I'm very, very intimidating, Jim Jam. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Very intimidating. <laughs> think, Dilo- think the Dilophosaurus spitter monster from Jurassic Park That's without the spit. That's what I was already thinking. Well, exactly, <laughs> without the spit. No spit. Almost the same thing, without the spit. And claws. And claws. So you, well, sorry, you had you before I interrupted you by, with a demand to uh, to describe yourself. You were in the middle of saying something. I was just making sure that everyone is prepared and ready to go. I have everything that I need. What about you, short ones? I am always ready for adventure. And as one of the short ones being addressed, who are you? <laughs> My name is Peepa. She's three, three feet tall. Um, she's made out of leaves and vines. Um, she has a morning glory flower skirt. She, ha- she also has a morning glory flower up here. Um, her magical instrument is when she lifts up her arm. She's got a harp made out of the vines. I'm impressed. And she's got tall vine boots, and um, that's about it. And she looks adorably cute. That's delightful. So. It's going to be really sad when she dies. <laughs> As Jim! <a> <laughs> Stop! So who was, uh, two short ones were mentioned. Who might be the other short one? That would be me. And I'm like this because POTUS paid us. He paid $10 for two weeks of Billy D. Goblin. So this is what you get. Uh, it works out wow. well, because I was actually pretty close to Pippa's voice uh, oh. in my head. So this is, this peepa, is okay. Peepa. 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 Well, I'm, I am Oopsie, a <laughs> goblin champion redeemer, and I will bring you back to the side of good. If it is the last thing that I do. <laughs> wow. Excellent. We've had That's two great. people at the table who have yet to, uh, to, to make their contributions. The one asked a question. Lamar, why don't you tell us about your character? Oh, um, hi, everybody. My name is Khan Shaka. I'm from the Shaka Khan. I am a droid. I'm human, obviously. Uh, like my little, uh, I got uh, fake little bear ears, like a uh, uh, a thing, but they're made of branches and leaves. Um, he has uh, claw, fake mud made claw marks across his chest, and also he painted his uh, fingers to be brown, but they're not like naturally that way. Um, uh, other than the satchel and his druid stuff, uh, he's wearing like pants and shirt that doesn't quite fit. Um, but trying to like doing stuff, but, um, very uncomfortable in his chair, just kind of like hunched over in all fours 
and just bouncing up and down. Uh, definitely starry-eyed at the plant lady, because uh, uh, and is like trying not to pounce and look <laughs> closer. Hey, I'm not sexy. I'm adorably cute. Uh, d- doesn't matter. You are you are a new thing. <laughs> you are a new thing into a druid. Uh, uh, in druidic, he says, "Can I pet you?" Um, not right now, but maybe later. I'm sorry, my brother. You're gonna have to get your own. <laughs> my my own what? Oh. And Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie's probably the most normal out of all of us. Why us. does that always happen? Don't be normal. Okay, fair. Uh, well, you see before you an elf who is uh, very tall, uh, lithe. Uh, she, you may have heard about her. Uh, rumors about her, if you're a part of HEI for more than, you know, a week. Uh, all you really know about her is uh, that her family makes large donations to HEI. Um, and she's a rogue. And she wears this long yellow-green, uh, like, velvety dress. Ooh. But you can tell, uh, if you take a look at the boots she's wearing that they're mud-stained and uh, she's she's got like armor and padding under the dress, but the dress is for show, oh. so. Well, the sooner we leave, the faster we get the reward, right? So let's be gone. All right. I can't walk super fast, so I will follow behind. <laughs> and I just, I just bat my eyes and I start to waddle. <laughs> <laughs> so following the waddle, waddling leshy, uh, you all make yourself your way out of the, the main corporate HEI headquarters into the, through the streets of Cavalosha, out to the outskirts of the city, where you know that provided your directions, uh, the directions you were given in your file are accurate, you should find an encampment of some sort. Before you leave the city, uh, I, I'll just mention that you have a, a few resources you may not have accounted for because we have quite a few donations coming in. Ooh. The real POTUS uh, obviously paid for Billy D. Williams' voice, uh, <laughs> but then Crossbones AE has given an edge to Khan Shaka. That's going to nice. give you a plus one that you can hold on and use whenever you feel it is necessary. However, Crossbones AE also gave me a sink, so I can uh, impose a minus one penalty mm. when I choose. Uh, but then Sarah BC1 came in and gave edges to the whole table. Yay! Yeah, nice Jim. Evil Jim Jam. Thank you, everyone. That's thank awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. And there was, what, the BBBB, too? Yeah, I don't know if I know who I think has went that. To oh, yeah, we've got, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is for Jamie. Jamie's Yay. got a hero point. Yay! One hero Thank point for Jamie. <clears throat> so you make your way outside of the city, and just beyond the limits of Cavalosha, at the very edge of the Sirota Forest, is what looks to be a festival. Brightly <laughs> colored tents create a circus atmosphere, and as you draw nearer, you can see people moving are about like mad, making early preparations for what is certain to be a great feast. You are spotted by a worker uh, in House Ovisario livery, who seems to be ex- have been expecting your arrival, and in short order, you are standing in the very largest 
and most grand of the tents in the small encampment. Before you are a man and a woman, both bedecked in jewels and lavish clothing that is likely worth more than you take than you to take a three to five well, that. that is likely worth enough for you to take a three to five month vacation depending on your tastes. The woman is quite beautiful, but with a stern scowl that seems to say that nothing she sees, everything she sees, does not meet her standards, and she would like to speak to someone about it. Lord and Lady Ovasario, the page who brought you in, says, before scurrying out of the opulent tent on another errand. At this point, the lady looks each of you up and down and says, so you're heroes, are you? Then I take it, any one of you would be capable and willing to do anything to keep my son safe, Yes. I take it you would even die for him if necessary, because you'd better if you have to. If something happens to my sweet boy while he's in your care, out in those dangerous woods, I'll have you all flogged. No, flayed. No, drowned in Lake Cavalas. No, all three of them. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Hello to you, too. At this point, Lord of Osario sort of rolls his eyes and says, I, I, I have no doubt they are quite competent, dear, and our boy will complete his hunt safely. And then he turns his attention to all of you. He says, I, I don't know um, uh, that, that the nature of your assignment has been made public. So I will tell you that tomorrow is our son's 15th birthday. And as is tradition, it is time for him to become a man. He shall head into the Sorota forest and hunt the great blue boar that lives somewhere within. To ensure the sex success of the hunt and to bear as neutral witnesses to his bravery and skill, you have been hired to accompany and aid him. Now tradition dictates that you shall leave at dawn in the morning. My son has the full day to kill the boar and return it here to camp where it shall be roasted for his grand feast. Of course, for this, we have uh, uh, offered to pay 50 gold scales. Do you find this to be an acceptable arrangement? Yes, we are here, aren't we? Excellent. Uh, Jim, would my yes. character know about this boar or any information about it? Make a nature check. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, you are confident that you know that there are boars within the Sorota Forest. You know that the mention of the blue boar, though you have not, you don't know a whole lot specifically about it, but you do know that occasionally, <laughs> because the Sorota Forest is prone to um, fluctuations of ambient magic, and there is likely to be uh, creatures bearing odd mutations or unique um, uh, uh, sort of signatures, if you will, and it does not surprise you that that perhaps there would be such a creature in the forest. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Um, sorry. I, I would turn to the wife and I'd be like, I love your dress. I saw in many of my travels beautiful, exquisite, gorgeous dresses like that one. Make a diplomacy check. All right. Uh, uh, 12 plus 7. 12 plus 7. You can see that, that her scowl sort of softens just a little bit. And she looks down at you and, and she says, I, uh, she looks first at you and then at her husband. And she's like, are, are you certain that they're going to be able to keep my Sandy safe? This is, I, I just, I, I mean, she's just so 
adorable. How could she possibly keep him safe out there in the dangerous woods? Um, and, you know, he, he's trying to think, I'm certain that they're <laughs> licensed heroes. I'm certain that she has quite a few abilities that uh, more than meets the eye, my dear. You just calm down. Our son is going to be fine. I also um, have many tricks up my leaves. She looks down at you, uh, and it looks like she's about to say something else, when at this point, uh, the one of the, the pages for the house enters and, and comes over, and you hear a whispered conversation about perhaps checking on a, a shipment of wine that may have been labeled incorrectly. And at this point, Lady Ovisario just sort of like throws up her hand. She's like, I, 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 well, fine, I'll go and deal with it myself. And she leaves leaving you alone with the Lord who, who sort of looks at all of you and you know, throws up his hands and sort of rolls his eyes. He's like, look, Lady Ovisario wanted to send our elite house guard with the boy, but I insisted on hiring you because I know you can be discreet. My son, quite frankly, is adult. I don't expect him to be able to take down a newborn lamb, let alone the great blue boar, but tradition is tradition. He must land the killing blow. And I have prepared this for you to ensure that the task, the task is none too difficult. At this point, Lord, Lord Ovisario holds out a vial in his hands. You'll need to take this, do it quietly, stip away from the boy when you've located the boar. Say you're scouting its lair or something. I, I don't care. That's on you to decide. But if you can slip this into some bait for the beast, there's a toxin that will make for an easy kill. The boy can't know you've done this. No one can. Or the hunt will be declared invalid. And if you think I'm paying for a failed hunt, then you're in for a shock, I think. Unless there's anything else that you need to know, I have preparations to make for the God's Forsaken Feast we're to have. You are, of course, free to stay in the camp until dawn. Feel free to go, and my, my, one of the pages can direct you, direct you to my son's tent if you'd like to introduce yourself to the boy before you head out. But otherwise, I'll bid you good day. What, what happens if he does not kill this boy? That's... Cannot happen. That would, that, would, that would be an unsuccessful hunt. And as I've been quite clear about, I will simply not pay for an unsuccessful hunt, my friend. Oh, he'll land the killing blow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> See well, to you, it that he does. You've made the contract your pay. H-E-I, and you will pay regardless of the outcome. I think you'll find the contract, the contract has very careful stipulations, my friend. Yes. I know my business. Do you know yours? Yes, we do. We will go and meet with him, and we will do everything in our power to make sure that he is successful. <clears throat> we'll see to it that you do. And with it, he begins sort of like, uh, he, he moves over. There's a, there's a very large table with a whole bunch of papers piled on top of it, and he sort of makes a show of sitting down and digging into these papers Clearly, having dismissed you from, from his present needs. So, you're saying you don't need us anymore? As uh, I've mentioned, I have a lot of important work to do. Yes. You're free to roam the camp, simply don't get in anybody's way. And if you would like to meet my son, to know who it is you'll be traveling with the following day, he's, uh, someone can show you to his tent. Appreciate it. I curtsy to the man. I said, thank you. <laughs> Walk outside. 
Okay, you go outside. There are lots of people still running to and fro. What do you What do you guys want to do? Um, can, can I make a knowledge, or am I able to do uh, what would be a society check? Uh, any other information that we might have heard about this family? Sure, yeah, make a society check. That's precisely what you can do. Nice, I don't have society. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a nine. A niner? Nine. Uh, that is, I mean, you're familiar with the name. You Did know you they're one of the thing? older noble families, but you have, you don't know a whole lot else about them. May I also make a society check? Sorry, I didn't get that in before. Uh, you may also make a society check. <clears throat> Uh, that's a 19. Nice. 19. You are a little more well-versed in the family. You know that they make their trade, uh, they make their money primarily uh, in lumber that is harvested from the Sirota Forest. They actually, they don't technically own the Sirota Forest that belongs to the queen, but they do have uh, extensive rights to, to the resources within the forest that they procure in the queen's name and have made themselves quite a bit of money having done so. Um, you know, uh, you're familiar with their son. His name is Sandoval Ovisario, though uh, obviously his Sandoval. mother calls him Sandy for short. You know that he has not had a very public presence. Um, there are some whispers that perhaps the family sort of intentionally keeps him out of the public eye. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, you don't really know much about the boy. Other than, of course, obviously, I mean, you know that, I mean, uh, he's about, he's, he's almost 15. Um, other than that, the family has managed to stay relatively free of scandal and is, uh, generally considered one of the more respectable old noble families. Um, they're certainly not beloved by the city, but most people just don't even, like, pay attention to them. They're, they're generally an incredibly boring establishment in the city. Uh, right. Jim, uh, ab- approximately how long is the, tra- is the trip from where we are to where we're going in the morning? Make a nature check. I'm good at that. Me too. 19. 19. So you know that getting to the Sirota Forest, I mean, like, you can see the edge of the Sirota Forest from where you are. It won't be very long to get into the forest. Now, tracking down the boar is a totally different matter. Uh, how deep you'll in you'll have to go? Probably very, because um, there have been no, like, widespread reports of a blue boar, so it is very likely that the only reason that the family knows about it is because they have workers who sometimes go in and out and, and people surveying the land. So it could be relatively deep into the forest, um, but you also know that uh, the uh, Lord Ovisario mentioned that you have one day to complete the hunt, so you would guess that it's you know at least somewhere you can get in and out within a, within a, a single day. Sweet. Based on what you know, um, it is very likely that you will have to cross over one of the inlets to Lake Cavalas, which is a huge lake that provides most of the water for the city. Um, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Uh, Fanry definitely wants to meet this kid. Yeah, if okay. If we're going to be we should trying meet to the boy. help him. We should find him. Sure, you sort of flag down one of the pages who are just running around like crazy trying to prepare for this feast. Uh, and they, without, without a second 
uh, thought, they, they immediately take you over to another rather lavish tent. Uh, and inside, you see Sam, uh, a boy. He turns out to be a rather thin, gangly young man uh, who looks quite typical for your awkward 14-year-old boy. Uh, he is currently uh, trying to string a beautiful, polished bow that is etched with elaborate images of wildlife. And you wouldn't be surprised at all if this weapon were enchanted to boot. When he sees you, he smiles brightly and holds up the bow. It's a birthday gift for my parents. They say I'm going to be a great hunter, and you are going to be my men-at-arms. Uh, well, I mean, the, the women-at-arms, too, of course. I hear that the Sirota Forest is full of danger, and that some of you may even be eaten by trolls. Have you ever fought a troll before? I bet I could put an arrow right through a troll's eye before I even knew I was there. And when he says this, he gets the bow strung, and then he grabs an arrow from a quiver that's near his, oh, his like, bed and draws the bow back, and he's like pointing at it. He's like, I bet I could shoot a troll's eye from 100 feet away. And he's just like, and you can see his arms start to shake uh, as he's just like wildly pointing this bow around. What do you do? Does he, if, the moment he points it in a direction of any of us, yeah, I want to let a dagger fly at the arrow. Okay. Snap the arrow out of the <laughs> Make a very important attack roll. Yeah. <laughs> this is an incredibly important roll that will decide a lot of whether oh, I have to throw out everything Man, it was that great I already with you guys. <laughs> this is why they call me oopsie. Do you have any edges? Or I do. I, I, I have, uh, <laughs> looks like, two edges. Oh, no. I'm going to use them. Oh, no. Using them both. Please use, use your edges. edges. On that note, Crossbones AE did uh, donate some money for two mercies and an edge to Rius. And Java Man 1964 donated for an edge and sinks for everyone, even Jim Jam. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. I didn't need the edges, Jim, because that's a natural 20 on the die. So he's standing there just like this arrow is just all over the place, obviously creating uh, incredible liability for all of you. And before any of you can react, this dagger goes flicking out from Oopsie's outstretched hands and and knocks into the arrow, actually severs the arrow, uh, which falls to, in two pieces to the ground. And Sandy looks at that and he's like, keep it downrange, boy. And he's just absolutely shocked. I'll walk he closer, over. Like, lets the bowstring come back. He puts the bow down by his bed. He's just dead silent. What do you guys do? I'm gonna walk Hi. over. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> oh no! Uh, you st- you talk first. Go. <laughs> That's okay. I was just gonna walk over and like be like engaged with like his bow. Like it's gorgeous, and I'm just. Like, ooh, when I'm making all these little, like, oh, oh, while you guys talk to him. I was going to say, while she's looking at that, Jim Jam, can I cast Read Aura on the bow? Uh, you can. Uh, focus uh, target object. Opening my mind to perceive magical auras. When the casting is complete, you know whether the item is magical. And if it is, you learn the school of magic. Oh. This is indeed a magical bow. Uh, and I think it's a universal magic. I don't think it has a specific school. I'll just tell you right now, I'll just tell you what the, the, the thing is. Uh, you see that there is a rune etched into the bow, uh, and you recognize it with your spell. Uh, you can read the aura, and you determine that it is a rune of striking. So this is a bow of striking. Pretty powerful weapon, especially for a kid to be holding. <laughs> Good thing we didn't uh, get shot with that thing. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like they don't really trust him to uh, actually make the 
killing blow without help. Yeah. Kanshaka walks over to the kid and says, Hi, my name's Kanshaka. I'm from the Shotgun. You're going to kill a boar tomorrow. You excited? You excited? You excited? The first kill is always the most important. He's, you know, he's, he's like, Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah. Uh, why don't you make a perception check? Uh, that's not the check I should be making. Uh, <laughs> uh, where is it? <laughs> Oh, there it it's is. It's actually not. Yeah, oh, it's not actually, your... this is the check I should be making. Yeah, you should be good at that. You have a good high wisdom. Uh, that is an 18. You know, when you say, you know, you're going to make your first kill and it's going to be awesome and it's, and it's you know, it's so important. And he, he's like, yeah, yeah. But you can kind of see maybe a little doubt in his eyes. And you're not sure if it's he's still a little bit shocked from from Oopsie's incredible arrow <laughs> destroying throw or whether he's a little unsure of himself or whether he's unsure about the idea of killing this boar, but there's something in him that's just, uh, you know, just get the sense that he's not really telling you the truth when he's like, yeah, sure, I'm super excited. Uh, Khan puts his hand on the, the boy's shoulder and kind of gets low, trying to get level with the kid. It's like, I yeah. know the first one is really nervous, man, but you just got to believe in yourself, although that bow and arrow is pretty strong. Just make sure that next time you pull it, you point at the things you want to kill, right? Not us, but the boar. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Right, you got this. You're gonna be a little man tomorrow, right? Yeah, say you're gonna be a little man. Little, little man. <laughs> gonna be a little man. Yeah, you are. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, go Prince Dude. Yeah! <laughs> Cheers loudly, Prince Dude. He seems to relax a little now that, now that the atmosphere has changed. Uh, you know, obviously he was a little shocked at first, but now with with Pipa and and you, uh, he seems to be a little bit more at ease. Doesn't seem to at all be concerned with the eclectic nature of the group. Um, <laughs> lizard folk are actually known to to live in the area around Lake Cavalos, so there's a lot of uh, like the the people of Cavalosha have a lot of dealing with lizard folk. Um, Leshy are certainly a little less common, but at the same time. This is a city, a pretty major city, so a lot of different types come through. What do you guys do? You guys can certainly, uh, if there's anybody else that you wanted to talk to, you are more than welcome to. Otherwise, you can sort of eat and rest and pass the day and and prepare to set out into the forest at dawn to participate in Sandy's hunt. You You said this is a circus going on here, like a festival? It, it's it is it is it, so basically when you guys bring the boar back, um, they're gonna oh. roast it, and this is gonna be like his birthday festival will begin. So there's no festival going on right now. Right now it's, it's a lot of sounds. This it. is like the day before the Renaissance Fair opens. Okay. Okay. Remember the Renaissance Fair? Oh. Yeah. Remember when we can go out and do things like Renaissance <laughs> fairs? <laughs> public interaction. It was supposed to start like this weekend too, wasn't it? No, weekends ago. Um, yeah, it was already supposed oh, to be. Yeah. Yeah. Gone on, I yeah. know because I was gonna. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, anyway. Uh, Khan's actually well, going to spend some time talking to the kid. Sure, uh, yeah. Wanting to know, like, hey, hey, dude, so what have you been up to, man? Have you been training for this? Or you, do you do sports? Do you like birds? <laughs> <laughs> do you like birds? <laughs> uh, make a, make like a diplomacy birds. check for me. Now I'm playing outside of my class. That's <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> it is a ten. <laughs> ten. Well, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a it's a middling roll. It's not it's not uh, terrible for a Pathfinder two E roll. 
So um, you're talking, and, and he sort of starts to give you, as you start asking him more um, sort of questions that he's used to getting from other people, you can kind of tell that he's starting to be less sort of interested and impressed with what's going on. And his answers start getting shorter and shorter, and he seems kind of like oh. bored and fidgety. Um, but he, he's like, yeah, we, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I've been practicing with, with a bow. I mean, this one I just got from my parents. It's my birthday present. They gave it to me before the hunt. But, you know, I mean, I have just regular bows, uh, you know, at home. And, and I'm, I'm okay at it, you know, I, I think, I guess. You know, at least, you know, my, my instructor was telling me that I was good at it. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard sometimes. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and birds, I mean, I, I don't know. Birds are okay, I guess. Um, but... I don't know a lot about them, really. Do I know it's better than birds? Bears. Have you seen a bear? Do you think we're going to fight a bear out in the forest? Do you think that we'll have to? Because I, I don't know. I, I heard that there's sometimes there are bears in the forest. And, and there's this one guy that I knew who was used to be a, uh, one of my, my dad's men. And, and he, he had half his face eaten by a bear. Ah. I don't want that to happen. So uh, it's totally possible that we might see a bear. That'd be totally awesome if we do, because I like bears. They're really cool. The whole thing is that sometimes you stumble into someone's house. Have you ever, like, walked in someone's house, and they're like, totally, what are you doing in my house, man? That's what happens when people get attacked by bears. People walk into a bear house, and, you know, they start protecting their stuff. But as long as you know to not go in people's houses, they will not mess with you. Just stay far away. Stay on the fence, dude. Just stay on the fence. This is the point where you can start to tell like, you've kind of lost him. He's just looking at you like walking in people's houses he's like uh you could just sort of tell and people give you like you you know in dealing with people you know you you get so excited about your messages from nature and people sometimes they just don't get it and you can tell that this kid's just not quite getting it but i doubt okay. that'll that's much of a deterrent but yeah, what i'll do is i'll take a leaf and use kind of like press a dissertation to make like an origami bear and just kind of give it to the kid happy birthday dude see you tomorrow oh. <laughs> like whoa you know oh. magic too this is uh, awesome you could do many things in the woods dude yeah <laughs> i look at i look at con i go i hope you didn't pluck that from <laughs> me because that would be so rude no little lady i'd never pluck anything directly from nature without asking first by the yeah. way, can I have a leaf? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And then I just reach down and I go, oh, ow, there you go. You take 10 points of damage. I put it back in my satchel to replace the leaf I used. All right. Go out to have fun in the festival because I don't cool. know. Cool, cool, right cool, cool. Are we staying here? Tonight, or are we going back? To you, uh, you've been—it's it, been offered. Like they, like they, uh, they will set aside one of the one of the tents. A lot of the tents, you can tell that like this festival, and and it's you know, um, what was, what was it? Uh, Jamie? How do you say your character's name? Fanray. Fanray. Fanray would know and be able to tell you that like sometimes these, especially these these bigger festivals where there's like a major sort of you know uh, milestone festivals if you're rich enough you'll have like a three-day party okay. for your birthday so wow. there's there's lots of like bed space the tents are designed to be here for a couple of days and some of that is set aside for you uh since you are working for the family currently okay. you're fed and and you're given basically run of the place as long as you're not interfering with the work and sort of getting underfoot everybody's super chill with you is there is there an archery range or a a uh uh, yeah, actually there is. 
for yeah um, there, there's sort of a, a, <clears throat> a space set aside for like uh, for for games of skill and one of the things is there's a there's a small archery range that's been set up I'd like to approach uh, Sandy okay um, before we go out tomorrow <laughs> I'd like to see what you got okay. on the range and maybe with the sword Ooh. well all right maybe we uh, can make you better. Well, all right. I mean, uh, that's kind of cool. I'll get trained by heroes. I like that. Oh, okay. So he grabs his bow and some arrows. And you can tell he's being, like, super careful the way he holds them now around you. But then he follows you out to the to the range. Um, takes aim with his first shot and fires. And it it's it's not the worst thing you've ever seen. But he, I mean, he misses the entire target at, at you know, 30, uh, at 30, from 30 feet away. Like, he misses the, the target entirely. But he's close, at least. Um, so, you can tell he's <clears throat> clearly had at least rudimentary instruction, but probably not that much. For if, if, he's, if he's trying to hit a moving target, he is going to need some work. I want to I wanna, uh, get down, like... Uh, I guess no, I stand on my toes because I'm a small guy. All right. I want to see it again. Think about this shot, not that last shot. That last oh. shot's gone. Focus on the now. All right. While, while I'm talking to him, Jim. I actually, I'm just going to reach out a couple of my fingers because I'm just kind of watching. I'm going to cast guidance on him. Guidance? Okay. Can you remind me in Pathfinder 2nd Edition exactly? Is that just a plus one? Uh, plus one uh, to attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check. Gotcha. All right. So he, he takes aim and fires now with guidance. Uh, and this is a much, much better shot. Uh, and it, it's not a bullseye by any means, but he gets it clean into the target. Um, it's it's much, much better this time. Um well, well done. Just remember to keep that keep that front arm sturdy. Well, thanks. Fanray uh, wants to find somebody in the encampment, uh, like a valet or a servant that looks like they are working near or around Sandy's tent and probably sure. are working for him in some way okay. sure. uh, to talk to. Make a society check. See if you can identify somebody who's probably somebody in the house who would be more directly involved with him. Thirteen. Thirteen, you said? Yes. Okay. Um, it, you basically uh, aren't noticing anybody or you don't know of anybody specifically like that. So you just go to the person who showed you where Sandy's tent was. Um, then what do you what do you do? What do you say? What do you want? Well, I was just wondering if you could give me a little more information on the boy, uh, his strengths and weaknesses, because if we are going to be protecting him and helping him, we want all the information we can get. Make a diplomacy check for him. You can use uh, deception if that's better for you. That's a 10. 10. Um, you know, she kind of looks around. And she's like, "Oh, you know, he's a uh, 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 little Lord Oversario. He's he's great and wonderful, and um, I'm sure that you'll have a successful hunt." <laughs> the little Lord, you know, I uh, I know 
what that means. The little Lord, you know, he's pampered and taken care of at all times. And, you know, you that help him would know him best. If there's anything we need to know, now would be the time to tell us. Make a perception check. Twenty-four. Oh, uh, yeah, you can kind of tell that she's, like, she's really not sure how she's supposed to answer this question. And you can tell she might be a little uncomfortable speaking freely because she doesn't know you and she knows Mm -hmm. you're working for the Lord and Lady. And she's, you can just get this vibe that she's like, I, this sounds an awful lot like a trap that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. Um, And she doesn't seem to want to be very forthcoming currently with you. Unless you have some other way to gain her trust. Jamie, did you go far off or are you near all of us in the archery? Or wh- where, where is this taking she place would have, right She would have had to go out and because she, she went and sought out this person. So okay, she, never mind. Then yeah. you're by yourself. Okay. Um, I would take this woman, like, I'd, I'd open my arm to her and, like, kind of slowly take her by the shoulders and be like, look, I understand how this works. You feel like you don't know me and there's no reason to give me any information. And I'll actually pull um, a gold piece out of my coin purse and hold it up for her and say, now, if there's anything we need to know, and I'll flip it through my fingers a couple of times, mm-hmm. if there's anything we need to know that you might be able to tell us, there might be a reason for you to give us that information. Go ahead and make one more either deception or diplomacy check, but now that you're offering a bribe, give yourself a plus four bonus to that. Ooh. Nice. Don't crack it. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, 26. 26. Nice. Um, she's sort of watching this coin flip back and forth between your figure, fingers. She's like, well, look, I mean, the boy's nice. It's not like he's fine, but I mean, honestly, I think it's good that they're sending out professionals with him because I, I don't think he'd be doing very well on a hunt on his own by any stretch of the imagination. His mother, uh, you know, she's... Always so worried about everything. Never lets any any harm come to him. Never lets him take any risks. Always, you know, all over everything. And I, of course, he's been coddled his whole life. And honestly, I don't even think, I don't even think he wants to do this. I think he's just sort of really hoping that perhaps a his mother will start to see him as more than a child, and b his father might actually show a little bit of interest in him if he's mm-hmm. successful. He's really just kind of doing it for them. But I don't think he really cares about this. Hmm. Now, one more question. <clears throat> Are there any... I know the boy has a, a very special bow that he's going to be using for the hunt. Does he have special arrows of any type? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. Interesting. All right, thank you very much. And uh, I wish you the best. And she'll flip the coin, the gold piece, the gold scale, to uh, this woman. All right, she... The, the coin just snatches it out of the air. It disappears almost instantaneously. And Pipa, uh, is there anything you wanted to be doing while everybody else was sort of doing their thing for the day? No, I, no I'm, I'm just kind of just standing there like, ooh, like every single time he would shoot and just get excited and just kind of wait. Sure. All right. Um, over the course of, you know, maybe an hour, you know, he's shooting and, and he's... 
he's okay. Again, he's when he's shooting a stationary target from about 30 feet away, he seems to be doing okay. Anytime you try to move him back any further, his aim starts to get just just wishy-washy. Um, and he starts to start, you know, he's now he's complaining, oh, my arm's just really tired. And he's having a lot of trouble actually pulling, drawing the bow string all the way back. And you can tell that, like, he's had about as much as he can take for the day, um, which doesn't give you a whole lot of confidence in his ability to complete a full day hunt in the morning, considering all of the other complications that could arise. But, you know, he's a 14-year-old boy. And you're professionals. You realize that you may have to do a lot of the heavy lifting here. I think it's time for you to stop doing archery. Maybe we should go find some food. Oh, that sounds great. And he just sort of like his arms drop to the side and he can like barely hold his bow as he goes walking off looking for food with you guys. Uh, everybody who was with him can make a perception check. I was not. I cracked it. <gasps> That's good um, though, right? Oh no, that's really bad. No, no Cragdon really is bad. an automatic failure. The lower Crag. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't technically crag. with him. I was standing away. I would, I would probably just watch them, just kind of go. Okay. Just, I'm just kind of keeping my eye, just watching them. So. Thirteen. I did not roll well. What did you say you got? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh. Okay. Uh, one thing that you happen to notice is that every time Sandy misses or has a really bad shot. You can kind of tell that it, it bothers him, and and you you know you you really get the impression that a lot of his problem is is he doesn't seem to have a lot of confidence in his abilities to do much of anything. You know he's really excited at first, but the longer this goes on and the more tired he gets, uh, and every time he makes a mistake or something, you know he gets he seems to get really beat up about it. But it's just you know it's something you you notice as as time goes on, and he seems by the time it's over, he's like eager to quit he's like excited to just go do something else because he's tired and he's not feeling so great about himself she gets go uh the food is great even even pre-feast uh the ovisarios have excellent food uh wine and ale waiting for you if you if you choose um but i don't know unless there's anything else that you wanted to do um you know sandy sort of turns in early to his tent you know um so that he can he can be ready because you guys know that you're supposed to leave at dawn, as as is tradition. You must leave at dawn into the Sarota Forest. Hmm. Um, do we we have until night, or we have a full? You have the full. Cycle. So, um, well, uh, rolling over because uh, uh, with with Fanray's uh, Fanray's earlier society check, um, you would know that the hunt technically lasts a full 24 hours so by dawn the following day you would have to be back in the camp with like you would bring the boar back by the following morning uh conchocker okay. is either dancing or drinking and eating heavily for sure to do until <laughs> certainly draws a lot of attention um, with a, lot of, your, a, lot of, your, a lot of random roars for no good reason. And, and people are, you know, there's some people, you guys can start to hear whispers, like wondering if perhaps he's some kind of performer who's been hired for the festival or what. <laughs> um, people really aren't sure exactly how to deal with, with Khan Shaka. But Khan Shaka doesn't care. He's just doing his thing. He's living his best life. <laughs> I feel like Fanray uh, sits to the side drinking and eating as well. 
but every time somebody looks confused thinking he, that Khan is a performer, she begins the applause. It's <laughs> like, absolutely, this is the performer for the party. Yes, you should applaud, yes. Uh, too many people have heard about bears, clearly. <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I would probably be sitting next to Finra and just look at her and be like, seems like he's more excited about tomorrow than the young crazy, young lord. Yes, apparently he's not excited at all. All he really wants is for his father to show affection, his mother to leave him alone. Typical teenagers. Hmm. All I care about is getting this over with and getting paid. Oh, I agree with you on that one. Uh, I was watching him, though, shooting that bow and arrow, and he was just not the best. We may have to fudge it a little bit to help him. Oh, don't worry. I've already thought about it. He doesn't use any specific arrows, so any shot with an arrow could be his shot. That's accurate. Oh, we can help him any way we must. I can also help too. Hey, where did you come from? <laughs> I just like pop up and then like, <laughs> hi. Uh, she sprouts out of the stump that you're sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> I have many tricks up my leaves. <laughs> I can help. Well, I'm sure he will need all of it. Uh... Khan would join the rest of the group. Okay. Hi, Stockton. How y'all doing? How is your party going? Oh, I'm having a great time. It's not very often that you get to party with the metal users, man. Glad you're having the fun. Having a blast, dude. It's going to be a long day as a young man learns to kill his first animal. Mm, it is. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to fail. But it'll be fine because we'll make sure he feels <laughs> awesome when he does. Right? I walk up. Absolutely. Uh, I walk up from where I was hiding. <laughs> the rest of the group uh, reach into my where did you come from my belt and I hand everyone a, a whole pickle a pickle 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 for you pickle for you and I what got a pickle kind, for me what kind of pickles are they these are sweet pickles sweet pickles no the worst kind yes I know I agree oh, oh, what do you mean and just reaches up and just like, it's oh, all I could find Chews on it, which is like pickle juice dripping out of his mouth. I wanted bread and butter. Didn't yeah, have those it. are the worst too. Oh, delicious. Uh, uh, if you don't want your pickle, I'll eat his. Khan's drawing on his pickle. <laughs> I'm pickle Khan. <laughs> pickle Khan. Uh-uh. Pickle Khan. <laughs> I don't. I, I I I lost my accent. Sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> I think we should help him as, nope, gone again, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we should help him as much as we can, but he needs to do it himself. Now I'm a Southern gentleman. He definitely should do it himself, and that's what he is going to believe. If we that is in fact what happens, that's entirely stand, other story. We could just stand there and watch. No, Only you, help him win. You don't, you don't understand. 
most most of his issues are coming, and this this is very insightful insightful for Billy D. Goblin. Uh, his issues come from within. He needs some self confidence, so we should give him at least a chance to do it on his own before we use the the magical nonsense that the father gave us. Oh no, bro! We're definitely not using the poison. That is that is not nature's way, man. No. Wait, who has that poison? You have it, good. You've been insane. I just yes. I think he could use a boost of confidence. I got it. I can give him a boost of courage. He'll definitely need that as well. Uh, can, okay. Uh, can I roll the pet pet Piper? Excuse me. It's Pipa. Pipa. There's a P the... in there. You better roll first. <laughs> Don't roll a two. Just roll a two. Roll. I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> a two. Oh no! <laughs> so she's looking all cute and like and like she's like inspire courage too. And then all of a sudden his hand reaches out and I just like these jaws out of nowhere come out and just go. Ah! Ah! Huh? Don't mess with me. <laughs> I just just scratches his head. Plants. Fly trap. Got it. Got it, bruh. Bite. You're scary but cute. I like you. Oh, thanks. Next time you should ask for permission to pet me. Sorry, most plants don't actually like to say yes or no. I mean, that, ooh, ooh, that sentence. But, you know, (laughs) sorry. I haven't seen you, man. Like, I've seen elves and stuff. They're clearly not plants, bro. Like, you see, you're literally a walking vase, man. I don't know what the. Anyway, you're, you're so adorable, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just eat another pickle. <laughs> Watching um, this I happen. I think you need to lay off the drink a little <clears throat> bit, my friend. Oh, man. You maybe need a drink, my friend, because we have to get up and wherever the sun is. <laughs> Probably not up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we should uh, get some rest before we uh, go on this adventure. I agree. I second that. Um, can someone help me find a pot so I can sleep in? Because it's more comfortable that way. Okay, okay, guys. Literally. A plant talking, bro. Bro! <laughs> it just walks off. It's literally everybody. <laughs> it's so adorable. I go I go see if I can find a bucket or something for it. Find a bucket. Fill it with dirt. Uh, you each find your respective tents. My claws. <laughs> and and get some rest because you know that you have an early morning ahead of you. And indeed, when you wake up. The next morning at dawn, it is crisp and gray with a light fog seeping out of the woods. Sandy seems overjoyed at this and looks on in awe. It's just like in the stories. Lady Ovasario is trying vainly to adjust his armor, which you can see he's got some very finely made studded leather, and she's brushing errant strands of his hair 
And she's like, did you bring your extra healing potions? Do you have any extra clothes? What about some extra socks? Do you have enough food in your pack? What about your helmet? Where is your helmet? And she's looking around, like trying to find some, where is this boy's helmet? Uh, and eventually Lord Ovasario gently pulls her away from the boy and bids you all a good hunt. From there, the six of you now make your way into the forest and Sandoval leaps to the front of the group. I will find the blue boar before lunchtime, he declares, and then everybody's going to be so impressed. I bet Madeline Dusat won't even want to go to the Midsummer Waltz with Arkaya Ludwin anymore when she hears about my great battle with the beast. And he's got his bow out again, and he fires a wild shot into an arrow, or into a nearby nearby tree, and the wood sort of splinters, uh, and and, and then the trunk almost like bows out from the force of the arrow as it drives deep into the wood. And he's like, did you see that? This thing is so amazing. I bet the greatest heroes in the world would be jealous of my bow. It should have a name, don't you think? I think so. Well, what are we gonna call the bow? What's its name? And he like points at you, Fenray. He's like, what's what's the bow's name? What, what's, what's a cool name for a bow? You probably know lots of cool names. Yes, um, you know, I think your bow, you know, before you name your bow, you have to see it in action. That's usually how great weapons get their names. Fine. <laughs> Start moving on a little further away. You can see that he's like calmed down a little bit. He's like kind of looking back at you guys and he just doesn't really know what to make of, of all this. He's not used to people like challenging things that he says. It's very clear. Uh, and a little further along the trail, you come to a very tall stone and you can't decide if it's a natural formation or not. It's maybe 15 feet high and unusually slender, but it has a very rough surface and clearly wasn't carved. Sandoval is looking it up and down and he's smiling widely. He's like, whoa, I bet this is some kind of secret. We should investigate. I bet there's a clue that's going to lead us to a lost treasure or something. And he's like looking around. What do you guys do? Do you want to convince him to move on or do you want to investigate? Is that oh. the large rock? Yeah, there's like this huge, it's almost like a, 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 a column of rock that's rising up out of the, out of the ground. Hmm. Uh, I'll humor him and do like check nature, see if this is natural or sure. Make a nature check. 14, 14. You actually happen to know that this is indeed a stone that was, it was not carved, but it was put here unnaturally. It is, there was, there was an ancient druid, an ancient human druid who watched over the Sirota forest before Cavalosia was even found, founded by the name of Cyrus Kane. And this is a menhir uh, left over from his his reign over this forested area. Uh, I will, uh, and I know that that has nothing to do with where the pig is, correct? No, this is this okay. is like an old old. So, what well, I will I will relay all that information to Sandy, uh, kind of like teaching him stuff about nature and sure. stuff like that. But little dude, unfortunately, this has nothing to do with where we're going. It's a cool marker that will help you guide yourself back home, right? But we have to keep going. <laughs> One thing that you do happen to know is that often, if you can, at the, the top of the stone, there are there are sometimes ancient carvings or 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 things uh, that that Cyrus Kane would would mark in the very tops. The tops are actually flat, very difficult to tell from the ground level. But if you were to climb up and look at it, you could see if there was anything there. But you know that they're not always that easy to climb. <clears throat> I will pass uh, again. Read aura on the stone. Okay, it is not magical. There are no there are no magical auras about it. Not magical stone, but gem. Is it sexy stone? <laughs> 
Uh, <gasps> it's, there it is. You know, there oh. may have, there may be some people who would suggest <laughs> it was a little sexy. Good. Good. Uh, does Khan say anything about uh, the marking at the top? I will say, like, sometimes there is some cool stuff at the top of these rocks uh, that could do really magical, weird, druid stuff, man. Does anyone want to lift, take it on top to look? How about uh, young us? I would gladly go up there. All right. I, uh, I and my clawed hands, do you want a boost? Sure. And, uh, and with his help, Fenray will attempt to climb the, right. the stone. Make a, an athletics check. Am I, am I aiding her in that? Helping her with that? You can make a check to aid. It's a DC okay. 20 athletics check to try to aid her. Oh, Ooh. good. Jesus. I've, I've got athletics. I'm going to... I'm going to use an edge. Not trained, but it's a 15 on the die, Jim. We'll just uh, at least lift my hands, right? It's, aiding is more difficult in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. That's one of the things that they just they just decided would be difficult this time. But what are we looking at? 16. 16, that's going to do it. That's actually going to get you up to the top. You're lucky that the stone itself is really rough and provides a lot of good handholds. So you get up to the very top, and you can indeed see that there are a number of carvings at the top. Um, it's actually quite interesting as you're looking at them, how clear they are, and they're not really worn at all, because the rest of the stone looks very pitted and worn, like it looks very ancient, but these carvings, like the, the top is perfectly flat and smooth, uh, and despite the fact that it's been exposed to weather for who knows how long, uh, it's, it's, it's as if it were carved yesterday. Make a survival check, if you've got, or, yeah, survival. Yes. Go ahead. With an edge, before that landed, uh, ooh, uh, 16 again. 16. As you're looking at these, you realize that it is something of a star chart. And as you're looking at it, you realize that you could actually, like, looking at it, you could, you could navigate. Uh, there, there's a mark, there's, there's a certain marking on it that looks, um, if this is, is something of a star chart, you could actually use it as a navigation tool and it looks like there's if you could if you followed it and you with your survival check really like you could follow it um and actually i don't know there there's some space marked here um can i take out a peach of a uh, peach of parchment piece of parchment and like the charcoal oh, yeah. i have yeah absolutely and yeah. you know make an whatever etching yeah. of it yeah. uh and i'll Rub climb it. back down sure. uh and show it to Specifically, Khan uh, and Sandy, and be like, well, if you're interested, here is a star chart. Maybe for next time you come out here. You can see that when you're, when you're saying that, Sandy is like standing nearby, like shaking, like, wait, what? Wait, we're not, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go now? Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go? I will follow your direction, sir. I don't ever want to be more than 15 feet from him. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, young dude, this is actually pretty dope for me myself. But here's the thing. You've just become an adventurer. Complete one mission, and there'll be others, right? He's like, well, okay, if that's what you 
you think is best, I, I, I guess. You know yes. what we could do is we could first find the boar, and then afterwards, maybe after the celebration, we could follow the stock chart. Yep. Well, okay, that's what you guys think is best. I guess we'll keep going. It's like a reward <laughs> from nature. Um, Khan will look at that star chart to see sure. what it's charting. <laughs> sure, go ahead and make a nature check. Or survival, sorry. Um, same number. Oh, good. Uh, 23. 23. Uh, difficult oh, to 23. tell. 23! Michael Jordan! Oh, Michael Jordan! That is Michael not Jordan. only a critical success, <laughs> but that gives you a plus one to your next d20 roll no. automatically. Yes. <laughs> Damn! Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I know everything about this star chart. <laughs> you do, you do. Uh, you know that this is uh, this map. If you were to, you could easily follow it. Like you, you know exactly where we go. Uh, the space that it's indicating would be maybe three miles off your course. Uh, it would certainly be a detour, so you know that, like, it would. Uh, but it wouldn't be such a detour that it would be impossible. It would, it would put you behind on time. But it wouldn't be impossible if you could make up for it uh, uh, with with some successes in the rest of your day. Uh, you know that you wouldn't you wouldn't be completely off course. Um, um, I will whisper this information to uh, Van Ray okay. as uh, they look as if the most intelligent person in the group. No <laughs> offense, no offense. Um, <laughs> but he's like, technically, it's not that far away, man. I mean, three maybe, miles off course. <laughs> maybe it would be good for him to have some kind of experience in the real world before we find this boar. It might be nice to take this detour. What do you say, Sandy? Would you like to go? He seems like super unsure now that you're sort of asking him to make the decision. He's like, I have. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I mean, what do you, what, what do you, what do you? I, I. He seems like okay. he's like he just can't like fathom the idea of like being in charge all of a sudden. Oh, I think you. I agree with him. You would definitely benefit from something such as this. And besides, a, you were very excited about it anyway. <laughs> Make a diplomacy check. Oh. Hi! <laughs> I'm not training it, but I got a nat 20 on the die. <laughs> so when you when you are talking to him, he sort of stops stammering for a moment and he seems to sort of gather himself up and he says, Okay, no, you're right. This is this is my hunt and, and I can I I think we should go. I, I know that it will we'll miss out on some time, but but we can do this, and I've decided we'll go. We'll follow the chart. He seems much more confident now after hearing from you. Yes, he shows that you're already becoming a great leader. And you set off following the chart. Um, it does indeed take you uh, quite a bit. I mean, you have to go through some, some uh, you have to leave the trails behind a little bit, and it does take you a little bit off course. You can tell you've definitely messed, uh, missed some time on this. However, uh, after at the once you get to the the sort of end of this of this chart, uh, and you find what it is that you're looking for, it turns out to be a plant. 
anybody who wants to can make a nature check when you're looking at this weird, like it's this squat bush and it's covered in these very heavy round purple fruits. Pregnant team. 18. 13. Okay. Uh, Pipa, you happen to know that these are Riscaba fruits. Riscaba fruits are incredibly rare, virtually unheard of. Some people have even speculated that they might be completely extinct in the area. You know that these fruits uh, were overpicked and and overharvested because they have remarkable magical properties. Eating a fresh Riscaba fruit within three days of having picked it will heal you for 2d6 hit points and give you a plus one bonus to all skill checks, ability checks, and attack rolls for one minute after eating. Ooh. So I would say all of this, and then I would say, but we must ask permission if we can pick the fruits because someone, Khan, didn't ask permission from me. So I would lean down and talk in my plant, my, my so, plant so language and ask if, Excuse me, is it okay if I pick your fruit? I'm on an amazing adventure with my friends here, and I just want to make sure it's okay with you if we can take five, five, no, six of your fruit. Um, so as soon as you're, like, talking to the, the bush, Sandy is looking around at all of you, and he's like, wait a second, these things, I heard about these, I, I never thought I'd actually see them. We can, we should mark this down and tell my father about this. This is, this, this is worth thousands of scales. I'm sure we can cut you in on it. We can, we can take the whole plant. Like, this is amazing. You guys, we're, we're going to be rich here. Well, more rich. I'm already rich, but you guys will also be, well, you'll probably get some money for this. What do you say? We're going to take the whole thing, right? Do I hear this, Jim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear him talking. Like he's like super excited. I, I turn around and I get angry and my teeth start to show. I go, no, they're almost extinct. You will not take them. So- Make an intimidating check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 16 plus four. Oh, dang. Yeah, he's looking. He's like, wait, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I just thought, I mean, these things are really, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, okay, okay. Well, what, what, what should we, what, what do we do then? Well, I'm waiting for my answer, and then I'll tell you what we can do. Um, the, the bush, and I, I don't know that, can you just talk to, is, like, is that a thing that you can do, is talk no, to plants, or did you I flavor that? that? Up. I okay, I just wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if there was an actual welcome. mechanic for talking to plants, <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. There is, there is a spell. <laughs> there, yeah, yes, I know Diana. there's a spell yeah. that allows you to talk to plants. So That's yes, you can do it whenever you plants. want. Okay, um, you don't get it really like a, a verbal answer from the plants, but you have a deep connection to the plants. Why don't you make mm-hmm. a nature check for me? Okay. Uh, uh, 19 on die plus four, 23. Dang. Woo, Michael right. Jordan! That's, that is a critical <laughs> success. Yes. You get a... Plus one bonus to your next D20 roll. Nice. Great, thank uh, and, you. And that means you actually do very clearly sort of hear the feelings of the plant. You know that the plant is very, is almost terrified 
from having heard Sandy's speech about harvesting the plant and, and exploiting it. But then when you speak to it and you're more reassuring, um, it reluctantly agrees that you can take one fruit if you'll agree to keep it secret. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I, I, I say, of course I will. And I hope you um, thrive and, and I hope you overpopulate because you're almost gone. And that's really sad. So then I, gr I grab the fruit and then I okay. bow and I curtsy and I go, we can only take one. So we shall use it in desperate measures. I will hold on to it. And I put it in my little like petal purse. Your little petal purse. Uh, you have a, a riscaba fruit. I'll actually go ahead in our, in our Zoom call chat. I'll put what that does. Oh, Thank cool. you. Thank you. That is. Um, Jim. Yes? I, I know my character can't do this, but he's it's still <laughs> going to try to stealthily take one of the fruits. Okay. Uh, Bug is infuriated, so. Jim. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, I, at first I whispered that to Kanashaka when I had to tell everybody. So you'll see in the Zoom chat uh, right. what the Rescaba fruit does. And so you guys all agree, like, you know, you get the fruit. Uh, Sandy still seems pretty excited and awestruck, like he's super happy about this. Um, and, and sort of, he actually tries to, to copy Pipa's bow to the plant. He like bows to it before Aww. you guys leave. And like he's super <laughs> respectful of the plant after hearing how passionate Pipa was about it. And as you all are starting to leave the grove uh, and, and get back on track, Khan Shaka, you are sort of bringing up the rear. Go ahead and make a stealth check. People better not find out. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> stealth? You, can go yep. you sure you didn't mean survival? I'm very sorry. nature? You're trying to do this stealthily. You specifically wanted to steal it. Uh, 18? Okay, that's pretty respectable. Now, Pipa, what is your what is your perception bonus? Perception bonus, uh, plus six. Plus six. Okay, so you have beat her perception DC. So she does. She's already like wandering off, and you mm -hmm. manage to grab one of these fruits sort of surreptitiously, and nobody notices. After hearing uh, Pipa talk about this bush, uh, Fanray makes sure to roll up that uh, charcoal rubbing and uh -huh. uh, tuck that safely mm. in her satchel. Maybe some profitable information to have later. Oh, you guys. <laughs> um, Todd, we'll, we'll talk to the young lord and let him know, sometimes it's better to let nature be nature, young brother. So don't worry about this one, but the boar, the boar would bring better riches than anything gold can bring, you know, man? If you say so. That's what I say. <laughs> so let's go. You guys get back on track after your little side track. And it has cost you some time. It's, it's noon uh, before you really come upon anything else. You, um, you come to a wide ravine over which sways a rope bridge. As soon as you come within sight of the bridge, Sandoval sort of like rushes ahead to look over the edge of the ravine down into the rushing water below. And he's like, wait, wait, I know all of this is going to flow into the lake Cavalos. And he like points down, downstream. He's like, look, it's, it's right over there. It feeds the whole, the whole lake. Uh, and then he's looking out in the water and he goes, wait, wait, I, I think I see something down there. 
And before you can respond, he rushes out about halfway across the bridge and gets down on his hands and knees. And he's looking between the planks of the, this rope bridge. And, and he's looking down and he's like, wait, there, there's some, there's some kind of creature down there. Come on, come over here, guys. Look at this. What do you guys do? Staying within 15 feet of him, Jim. <clears throat> All right. Oopsie, oopsie runs out. Draws oopsie runs the, out. Draws his glaive and runs out there. Sure. The, the bridge is wide enough to accommodate two of you at a time. Uh, it's fairly sturdily built. You don't get the sense that it's like going to collapse, though it does sway quite a bit as you guys are rushing across over towards it. Like, like this um, bridge, Jim? Uh, yes, it's quite a bit like that bridge. It's that very bridge. Um, so, so far I know Oopsie's out there. Is anybody else, is anybody else staying back or is anybody else moving forward? Or just give me an idea of where everybody wants to, how everybody wants to do this. Uh, Fanray will stand at the edge of the ravine and not actually, how far from the edge of the ravine onto the bridge is he? I mean, he's a good 30 feet out. It's a pretty long, wide ravine and a long bridge. So he's 30 feet into and the middle of it. Is he like halfway? Okay. Yeah, it's about halfway, uh, yeah, so he's in the middle of the bridge. Yeah, I'm gonna stay at the edge of the ravine and not get on okay, sure. the bridge yet. Oopsie, oh. you've gotten to him. Uh, Shaka, or Khan? <laughs> Khan Shaka? <laughs> Khan Shaka from the Shaka Khan. Uh, I'm, the player's kicking himself in the face for not putting rope on his page, so. Um, you have an adventurer's pack? Yes. It's in there. Oh, you thank God. Um. I have rope too. Uh, how would you say that I'd be able to tie a rope to something on the edge of the ravine and still get to the kid, just in case? Yeah, if you've got fifty feet of rope, he's only thirty feet out. You wouldn't be able to complete the crossing. You would have to come back and untie the rope or cut it. Or, but, but you could get to him. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I, I, I. Yeah. That that that's worth it for me. Sure. Um, just tie it up and then go slowly over to him <laughs> sure you make your way over there uh pipa i'm going to wait right by the the front of the bridge waiting with uh fan ray and then yes. rias yes. um i would be i would go over to the edge and try to look down see if i could see what he knows see what he's pointing okay make a perception check well, Oh, uh, that's a Natural that's a dragons and things on the die, Jimbo. Nice. Um, and that is going to give me oh, so close to Matt Bakerfield, so twenty-four. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, <laughs> I can save myself. Con, okay. Rius, and uh, to be fair, if you sink yourself to get yourself to twenty-three, it does count. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that. <laughs> and oopsie. <laughs> You guys, since you had moved out onto the bridge, you see this, what he's looking at down there, but you actually recognize it immediately for what it is, Rius, because you look out and you notice that on some rocks in the, in the middle of the stream is the body of a dead lizard folk. <gasps> oh. And as you're looking out at this, you begin to hear a fluttering drone, much like a hummingbird, um, and something several somethings sort of detach themselves from the rocky wall on the ravine and they are buzzing very quickly toward the three people on the rope bridge mm. and you can tell that they are coming in with hungry intent oh. for initiative lamar that is going to be a perception perception is how you determine initiative mm. in general oh. so just the number or do i still roll oh. 
you still roll, and then you add your, your perception bonus to oh, it. Oh, I got a Jim, plus one this time. Jim, can I add an edge even though I already rolled? You can add an, add an edge. Why Michael Jackson! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means? For a critical success on a Michael Jordan, that'll get that means that no matter what anybody else's results are, you go first. Oh nice. Rias is top of the round no matter what. Plus he gets a plus one. Plus he gets a plus one on his next check. That's correct. I use my plus one for my roll. Oh, before before uh, Rias, uh, I'm in for life donated fifty dollars uh, to give you and I overcharges so we don't feel left out. Oh. Oh. Overcharges. You and I both have overcharges? Overcharges. That's pretty good. Oh, Extra damage man. is certainly going to help. Damn. Uh, Thank you, Steven. Lamar, what is your initiative? Uh, 13. 12. 12. 12. 12. All right. 12. 30, 12. 30, 12. <laughs> I thought it was 13. A math bag. Ray? 10. Math sucks. Pipa? 26. Whoa! Jesus. Normally you would be first, but unfortunately, <laughs> right. that's all right. Yes, is gonna roll? take it. No, where I rolled a, a ninth. Hold on, what did I roll? Nine? Oh. I think nineteen plus my six plus one. Yep. What did yeah, I roll? Twenty-six. Yeah, that'll yeah, do it. That'll do it. And then I add and another. Then, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oopsie. Uh, twelve. Twelve for oopsie. Top of the round is Rias. You see these fluttering creatures swooping in at, at everybody who's on the bridge. You're still over at the side of the ravine. You've spotted this lizard folk body down in the water. What do you do? Um, what, what, what can I determine? I don't have nature or anything, but what can I determine from these things just by looking at nature? Them? I mean, yeah, identifying them is a recall knowledge check. Uh, you have to have nature to do it. Otherwise, I mean, I can tell you they look like uh, they, they have four wings and six okay. barbed legs and a long hooked nose. Okay, and how, how many of them are there? You see four of them. I see four of them. Okay. Um, I am going to take aim at the one uh, that would be closest to uh, those on the bridge. and Or about how far away from them would you say I am? Well, they're, they're, your friends are 30 feet out, and these things are coming from across the river, so they're 60 feet away. Across currently. the river. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to move up. Okay. Um, move up 30 feet so I can be within okay. 30 feet. Uh, and I'm going to shoot one with a ray of enfeeblement. Ooh. Ray of enfeeblement. I, I just kind of I, I close my hands just slightly. And this like little little spark, this green spark starts going in between my fingertips, and I just thrust it forward. A ray of enfeeblement. Don't like um, it. Uh, tell me what that's going to do to me. Uh, well, I'm, I need to attempt a ranged spell attack first. All righty. See if I can hit you with it. Or did you add your plus one for your? Uh, yeah. Uh, so that is going to give me a fifteen. Fifteen is a fail. You barely no! miss this thing as it starts fluttering up uh, towards your companions. Whoa! This ray of necrotic energy just goes, lances out into the into into rock. Uh, so, I, is it a two-action spell? Yes. All right. So that's one action to move. Two actions to fire off the ray. I look at my hand. I just shake it like oh, my aim is off. Keepa, 
What would you like to do here? Uh, I would like to do a nature check. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use one of my old sinks to give you a minus one on that nature check. Don't worry, because I rolled a six and my four minus one is just a nine. Yeah, that's going to fail. You're not sure what these things are, but they look nasty. All right. Is there rocks or um, is there rocks near me? Are there what's around me that yeah, sure. I, can, there's, there's, I can throw? You you could absolutely pick up a rock and throw it. Um, Great! I'm gonna use my telekinetic projectile and ooh. grab the rock from the ground and uh, launch it towards uh, one of the flying things. Sure. Now you had stayed back by Fanray. So these things are a good 60 feet away from you. What is the range on telekinetic projectile? Okay, let me look. I didn't realize how far away I am. Uh, 30 feet, so no, that would not even do anything. If you wanted to move up onto the bridge, you could then do it. Okay, yeah, I have a move action. So yeah, let's go ahead. I'll move up. So you take, yep. I'll grab one of the rocks with me. Yep. And I launch it. Launch it at one of these creatures. Go ahead and make a spell attack. Okay. You know what? I'm going to sink that too. Oh my god. It's okay because you know what? I also rolled a two. So I cracked. Oh no. The worst possible thing that could ever happen has to happen now. Uh, This rock goes launching, but you realize that once you get close to your friends, you're so much shorter than them and they're like, they're all up in the way. And this rock goes hurtling forward. Why don't you make another spell attack roll? Oh. Oh, no. 20 on the die. Oh, no. <laughs> you're, uh, Seven, you're, 27. This rock goes hurtling. Oh, and and uh, at this point, Sandy has like, he like turns around <laughs> to look at you. He's like, what do we do? And this rock just clunk right in his head. And he oh, goes no. rocking back <laughs> against the ropes. And he, his arm flails out. <laughs> and the bow. <gasps> Falls off the bridge, no! splashing into the water below, and he's looking. He's like, "No!" I also no! have to roll damage. Can I? Can I use uh, my glimpse of redemption against that damage? Oh my gym? god! You cannot. Mm, it, it wasn't an intentional act to hit him. I don't so know. She that's... can't really be redeemed from it. So I would say no. Two, All right. two plus. Uh... What's your spellcasting <clears throat> modifier? Where's that at? No, your spell spell, ca- what do you, uh, what you, do you use? Be, I mean, what, what's your mod? What are you your casting? Your bards or charisma? Yeah, it's charisma. charisma so plus four. Yeah. Okay, so uh, six points of damage. Six, but that was a natural twenty, so it's a critical hit. Twelve. So twelve points of damage, and Sandy. Not only does the bow go flying, but he's like on the ground um, and he's like, his head's bleeding and he's like barely coherent. I just gotta, I just gotta sit in my skirt. That's Keepa's amazing turn. It is these creatures who begin, you guys can all hear this fluttering of their leathery wings as they towards you. Uh, Each of them has to take two, uh, a single move to get to you. Uh, one of them, and then just sort of like flutters towards Oopsie mm. and tries to like sink its barbed legs onto him. I do have a question um, about attacks yeah. of opportunity, Jim. Okay. Because I have a glaive which has reach. Yeah, attacks of opportunity are a special reaction that okay, they're so it's, it's uh, not, not everybody has them. Yeah, if you don't have that reaction, you <clears throat> cannot take them. 
Great. Um, so this creature just sort of flutters over, and it tries to get you its barbed legs into your armor so it can attach itself to you. Uh, and it hits an armor class of 12. No. <laughs> no, that is not going to do it. Uh, so it's its third and final action. It might as well just go ahead and try to do the same thing again. I would take a minus five because this is my second attack action. However, I'm going to take a minus four because I'm going to use one of my old edges. And I'm going to counter that jam. with a sink. Ooh, oh, double sink. Double sink. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> Uh, that is only going to be then a 12 again because of all the negatives that it would take. So it tries to attach itself to you, but you're just dodging and brushing it off and it can't get its little barbs into you. Uh, one of them is going to try to flutter over and attach itself to Rius, who shot a ray at it. And that is, ooh, that's probably going to get you with a total of 25. Damn. That's a... That's a critical hit, Jim, because my AC is a 14. That is fantastic. Unfortunately, uh, it does not look like there is a critical effect for this. However, it just, it latches onto you with its barbed legs and sinks its its little legs into you. um, And you are flat-footed while it's attached. And then with its third action, since it's already attached to you, it just sinks this long hooked nose into your shoulder and begins... Pumping blood from you into its own body, dealing three points of damage. Ew, it's like giant mosquitoes. It deals three points of damage, and you are drained one. Being drained means you take a status penalty equal to the drained value on your constitution-based checks, such as fortitude saves. You also lose a number of hit points equal to your level. So you lose one hit point, and you take a minus one penalty on uh, fortitude saves. So uh, an additional hit point. Yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> oh. That goes to your ma- so it, it, the the drain affects your maximum hit points. So your maximum hit points are reduced by one, which does also reduce your current hit points by one. Oh. But that reduces your maximum, just so you're aware. And that will remain until you get a full night's rest. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. That was all three of its actions. One to flutter over, one to attach, and one to drain your blood. There are two more of these creatures. One of them is going to go and try to land on Peepa. Peepa, ooh, that probably gets you with a... Oh, wait, is it? Is it? No, it's a 24, not a 23. Ugh. Oh, is a twenty-four a critical? Not that actually it doesn't matter for these. So it attaches itself to you uh, with its third action, begins to drain Peepa's chlorophyll. Oh, oh sorry, we froze for a second. Froze, yeah. Yeah. Well, this thing fluttered over. It attached itself to you, and you take two points of damage Mm. and are drained one. So you also uh, reduce your maximum hit points by one. Mm. That was the third of these creatures. The fourth one, huh? gonna be a hard fight jim it is gonna be if y'all don't start if you don't well it's actually gonna be pretty easy for me if you start criticaling each other like you have been uh the fourth of these creatures is gonna try to gang up on oopsie since oopsie dodged the first attack uh that is a 15 total nope no 
All right, I'm gonna go ahead and try to attach again, uh, even less. So it tries to, so oopsie, you're actually doing the best fending these things off, but you can see that your companions are actually having quite a bit of trouble as these things just attach themselves and start draining their vital fluids. Mm. After those guys go, it is Khan's turn. What are you doing? Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that Khan is not the hero. Uh, he is going, as he was on the bridge, he is going to use his move action to get to the kid, to pick okay. the kid up, and to go oh. to the other side of the bridge. <laughs> oh, nice. So you just grab the kid. Aren't you uh, tied? So yeah, that's that's basically three actions. Move to the kid, pick up the kid, run to the other side of the bridge. That's three actions, but you get him out of harm's way. Is it, isn't uh, Khan tied to the edge of the ravine? No, I tied a rope to one and holding the other. Okay. I was so just it, it, rope's gone. I, I was that. So he left the rope behind. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> All right. Good use of your actions, probably saving this little kid's life, which takes us to Oopsie's turn. Uh, attacking with a reach weapon in a five-foot... In no Pathfinder 2nd Edition, there does right. not appear to be any stipulation about that. You can Great. just do it. Well, I'm going to go after the first one with my glaive. All right. Upward swing. Well, it's a four on the die, so that's going to miss. Mm. It's a yes. Unless an eight hits. An eight does not hit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to go ahead and swing two more times at the negatives here. Well, you had, did you have your glaive in your hand when this all started? I did. I specifically stated I pulled it out. That's true. You did. I have to give that to you, even though I hate it. (laughs) I don't know if you can see, but there's a two and a zero on that die. Come on now. And this is a deadly weapon. Well, what's your total? Because it may actually matter what your total is, depending on whether you can get a 23 or not, because you have a major penalty to your attack right now. Oh, I do. But I thought 20 was always a crit anyway. No, I um, quit. Uh, it's automatically going to be a hit, but it might not be an automatic crit. So it's a 19 after modified out. Not 19 after modified. So 19 would normally be a hit, so that gets bumped to a critical because of the 20. So yes, it is a critical hit. Okay. Nice. Do you double the die or do you roll the die twice? You roll two dice, two damage dice, and double what you add to the dice. Copy. All right. Total of, I have to math because I'm dumb. (laughs) Eight damage. It's not the best. Not the best. Eight points of damage. It's not the best, but it's enough to just. Oh, wait. I lied. Because it is the deadly, I get an additional D8. Oh, yeah. Nice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, nice. Regardless, it was already dead as you just like skewer this thing oh, and throw wow. it over the side of the bridge. Its limp body just tumbling down <clears throat> and splashing into the water below. And then third action, I'm just going to swing at the sure minus ten, but you me. can do it. Uh, minus t- yep. It's ten on the die plus. Four minus ten, so probably not. Nah, we're not even in the same ballpark as these guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now Fanray's turn. Fanray gives the biggest huff and is like, ugh, and pulls out her short bow as a move uh, okay. and will fire a shot at, I guess, the furthest one, which would be nearest to Sandy and Khan. Is that possible? Uh, so right now, there's one that's attached to uh, Pipa. There's one that's attached to Rias, oh. and there's one that's fluttering above that was a trying to attach itself to Oopsie. 
I'm going to aim for the one uh, that's on people right now. Okay, great. With at least my first shot. Because it is attached, it is currently flat-footed. So if you Yay. have sneak attack, you do get that. Oh, Yay. I hope I hit. Go. Okay. Use your okay. edges. I don't have any. I used them already. <laughs> 19 plus 6 is a 25. Um, let me see here. That is, because it's flat-footed, a critical hit. Yes! Yes, yes, yes! yes! Okay, okay, okay. I'm so excited about this. Uh, it is also a deadly D10. That is. Yeah. Yes. You just so you know, you double your sneak attack as well. You don't double the deadly die, but you do double sneak attack in Pathfinder Second Edition. Okay, so I'm rolling my D6 for the short bow, a D10 for the deadly, and two D6 for sneak attack. Yes. Well, normally D6. So normally it's a D6 for sneak attack, right? Yeah. You're normal, so it's an extra oh, D6. Just double it. And an extra D6 for the weapon damage. Oh, so 4D6. 4D6 Too much math. plus your deadly die. So 1D6, so your weapon normally does 1D6. Right, right. Because you're critical, right. you're going to do 2D6. Then a your D10, sneak attack normally does 1D6. Now you're going to So you're only 4D6. Yeah. If it's alive after this, your dice need to be set on Yeah, five. it's 46, and yeah. you still also add the deadly die after all of that. Okay, yeah. okay. 46 plus 10 is 56. <laughs> Thanks, Con. Adam, Adam Con. <laughs> Con shot oh, damage. 18 points of damage? 18 oh, points yeah. of damage. Yeah. And Pipa, you feel this thing just pop like a water balloon on your back and you are just showered in your own chlorophyll as Ew. this thing just explodes. <laughs> Gross. Uh, it just sinks back into my skin underneath my You just reabsorb it? Yes. Ew. Yes. Uh, and you know what? It's I have a third action. I might as well attempt to take a second shot. Sure, why not? Minus five, uh, at the but you one Attempting to get, nope, on the one on Rius. Sure, that one's already flat-footed, so that's, uh, that's a good one. 16 on the die is, and then minus five, so it's total of 17. 17 is still a hit. Not a Yay. critical, but you get that hit. Get it, and I get sneak attack. You do get sneak attack if it's flat-footed. Nice. Uh, that's 10 points of damage. 10 yeah. points of damage, and there's another shower of blood yes. as you just <laughs> explode nice. this, fine, this other creature. Nice. That takes us to the top of the next round with Rius up uh, first. All right. Uh, so how, how far away was I from Oopsie? Because we were, I went onto the bridge. Only like 10 feet away from Oopsie. So and he's, he's one, real close to you. And there's one above him, right? Yeah, it's it's trying to sink its barbed uh, legs into him, but he's he's too quick. His armor is too strong. All right. Um, I am I'm going to pull out. Uh, I'm going to pull out my heavy crossbow. Okay. Load it up. All right. <laughs> And I'm gonna fire. All right, that's three actions, but it'll get you an attack. Goblamo! Mm. I'm gonna miss with a Ooh. total of a nine. Mm. Yeah, I mean it was it was a lot of heavy. It was it was very impressive to see just ka-chunk and then and then, uh, but the <laughs> bolt just goes flying off into nowhere. Frustratingly so. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 still, I'm still not feeling good from like having that thing shoved. Yeah, yeah, it did not feel good at all. You still don't feel good. Uh, it is mm-hmm. Peepa's turn though. After that. Um. So uh, the one. Okay. So 
Fan Ray shot an arrow, correct? He shot so two. He two did. arrows two. Yep. next to me. Can I rip it out of the body and then cast my spell again, telekinetic projectile towards another one? I, I like your flavor. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> so I roll, I'm going to add an edge. Thank you guys for my edge. All right. Reminder, uh, the people on the bridge are your friends. <laughs> That's why I'm off the bridge. <laughs> so 15, so I rolled a 14 plus my edge 15 plus my spell attack roll is seven. 22. 22? 22 is a hit. Close. Yay! That's a 1d6. Oh. Do I add anything? I forgot. Telekinetic projectile. Uh, plus your spell modifier. So oh. five. So five. Five points of damage. Oh, that's damage. right. Sorry. Okay, yes. I forgot. With Fenray's arrow. You just fling this arrow out, and it pierces through one of this, this creature's wings, uh, but it doesn't kill it. It's still, like, fluttering around. Um, that's okay. Still in the air, but that's a good hit. Uh, you do have one action left. It's two actions to cast the spell. You have one action left if you'd like. Um, I would turn around and look at Fenray and go, Thank you so much. And then I... I focus on my next turn. <laughs> All right. It is now this creature's turn. It knows no fear. It only knows the scent of blood, and it tries to attach itself to Oopsie. Once again, I'm going to go ahead and use an edge on this. And that... It's a natural one. Yes! 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 yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Those two are still crit! <laughs> yeah. Yay. So it swoops in and tries to... It's just... Uh, but it was so Whoopsie. thrown off by getting hit by that arrow that it's just like wheeling in the air now. It writes itself and swoops in with its second action to try this again at a minus five. And use an edge to make that a minus four. What about a sink? Oh! Then it's a minus five. Let me check one thing here real quick. So that's a plus three. That is now a total of 21. Oh, that's gonna do it. So it finally just clunk onto you. And with its third and final action, it drains some of your blood. Oh, I don't you like take that. one point of damage, <laughs> and you're drained one. Drained one. This is all three of its actions. Not a very. It's pretty anticlimactic, but hey, you know what? Maybe that drained will be what gets you in the end. Uh, it is now Khan's turn. You've got this guy like Aren't slung you? over your shoulder. What do you do? <laughs> Um, can I drop him as a free action? Yes, you can. I want to drop him as a free action. (laughs) He falls into the ravine and dies. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Drop him as a free action. Uh, I want to search him for his cure wounds potion and then force him to drink it. (laughs) Make a perception check. Uh, Perception is dark. That is a nine plus... Perception is 16. Yeah, yeah, you managed to, you're patting him down. There's a pouch that he's wearing on his left side and you're like, oh, you, you can you can feel the outline of a bottle. You open up and get that real quick and indeed you find he's got a potion. Uh, I will feed him the potion. Make sure it's not the okay. toxin. That it roll a 1d8. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would totally be Preston. Uh, that would be um, oh, yeah. a three? <laughs> Three, okay, well, hey, it's, it's, uh, you know, it it's something. Uh, the bleeding stops and he's sort of like, his eyes flutter open and he looks up at you and he's like, 
Ow. I know you gotta uh, watch. You gotta watch for those rocks, bro. <laughs> the rocks. It is Oopsie's turn now. Uh, am I any negatives with this guy on me? Uh, you are not. All right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get him off of there. Glaive him like, glaive up and try pop him off. 14 on the die plus four. So 18, Jim, to hit. 18. I'm sorry, what did you do? Was this just attacking him? Yeah, just with the glaive. Okay. Uh, sure. That feels kind of weird to me, but I guess in the rules, I don't see a reason you can't do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so. I'll use the back end of it to try and more <laughs> of a pry than a, yeah. than a stab. Okay. Um, Solid. Well, are you trying to detach it from yourself, or are you trying to hit it to deal I'm with trying it? to kill it. Okay. I don't want it. Uh, then, well, you that is a hit. Going to be eight damage total. Eight points of damage, and you just squish it against yourself and pop it like a bloody balloon. Mmm. Gross. Yummy. Yeah. And you have killed the last one. Can I yeah. glance over the edge and see if I can see the bow floating in the river? Sure, yeah, make a perception check. 14 plus 3, 17. 17, you are looking over the edges of the, you're looking down into the water, looking around, you can see that there is this like, there are some trees sort of growing uh, low on the rock wall, really weird looking trees. They've grown out and they're like, their root systems uh, have created some, some weird uh, like thickets in the water in places. And you can actually spot that the bow has like wedged itself in one of these like tangle snarl of roots and is there. Um, you would... You would have to, judging from from the positioning, uh, where this tr- this this thing is like growing up out of the rocks, where this tangle of roots is, you would have to, in order to get to it, climb down the side of the ravine, swim out to the 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 huge like limb that's jutting out over the water, and then you would you would balance yourself across the the tree limb to get to the snarl of roots where you could grab the bow up out of it. Um, how high is the the river ravine thing? Uh, maybe a good maybe twenty feet or no, sorry, sixteen, uh, fifteen feet, fifteen feet about. Shim, so, question. Yes. Would it be possible to have an unseen servant fly down because it says I can fly yeah. and try and grab the bow? Uh, the worry is that without fine, delicate control and unseen servants oh, are sort yeah. of shoddy, okay. is that if you dislodge the bow accidentally, it, it could just down. get washed away and okay. be gone. Okay. Well, Khan's, Khan Shaka's rope is still there, right? Yep. So can, can I just kind of like Errol Flynn over and scamper <laughs> down the cliffside? Uh, so while you guys are, are looking out at this and, and you're deciding, you know, about, about the bow, um, uh, and you sort of gather yourselves up. Uh, Sandy is looking down. He's like, oh, I dropped the bow. He sees that you're looking for it and you're getting all ready to go. And he's looking out into the water and he's like, well, I mean, you know, I, 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 I could, I could probably, probably make it if, if, unless you don't think I should, you know, I mean, you can do it if you want, but I, I think I could get it. I know how to swim. 
And I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think we should do? You know, young I, Lord, sometimes it's reasons they go. hire us, man. <laughs> you just sit right here and tend to that head wound you got. No, Gnarly scars, chick dick scars, man. But we're going to let the other guys take care of getting into the dangerous ravine. Because you, my dude, you have a big to slaughter. And we don't need to deal with you dying and drowning. Okay. But you're, so Khan Shaka says no, but it looks like Oopsie kind of says yes. What do the rest of you think? I don't believe that you should be the one that goes down there. We shall take care of it. Be safe, like Khan Shaka was telling you. Pima? I would say, oh, maybe we should help you with that giant scar on your face. I mean, I'm really sorry. Uh, that weird bug threw that rock at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, what about Fanray? Uh, I think the boy might be able to do it. However, I would like to uh, maybe tie a rope on you in case something goes wrong. Okay, so to result, since the party's a little split, uh, and he's now like looking back and forth. He, he's not really sure what he should do. I will allow, uh, since Oopsie was sort of the leader of the go forth and, and prosper child, and Shaka <laughs> was the first to say, hey, hold on, we're gonna we take this easy. Um, Oopsie and Khan can both roll make up, a diplomacy roll up, check. Roll up, roll Khan, because you have two allies on your side, you're gonna get a plus two bonus for, for each one. So you get a total of plus four. Uh, whereas, oopsie, you only have one supporter, you get a plus two bonus to your diplomacy check. Can I overcharge it? No. <laughs> you could. You could use uh, any other type of bonus, but this doesn't deal with bonuses. So I get a plus four to be a good parent? Oh, good. Yep. I only got a plus one to this. Oh, plus Jamie's. <laughs> 22. Oh, okay. that's not bad. I should have charged it, because I should have edged it as I wanted to. Uh, so... I rolled a 19. Ooh. I have a plus one in diplomacy. And yeah. with Jamie's, 22. <laughs> 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 Can I add an edge to Lamar? Um, Probably too late. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wow. Did I overcharged expect this. Okay. <laughs> you now, know what, Jared? But both Gross. of you bring up Gross. fantastic, fantastic <laughs> arguments. What if... We go. We let him go, but we're still cautious and go with him. Yeah. Yeah, we could all. So, um, Sandy sort of looks and he says, "Well, well may, maybe, maybe you're right then. If you don't think I, I should go, and and I, I guess I did get pretty hurt." So he sort of sits down and he waits uh, to see who of you will go and get the bow. Now, the way this is, this will work uh, is one of you. You, multiple of you can go out. However, um, everybody who stays on, we're actually going to play this out in rounds. Everybody who stays uh, can serve as a helpful lookout. Um, anybody who goes at the end of each round will make a check to, to, so first it'll be the check to climb, then the check to swim, then the acrobatics checks to balance to go out and get the bow. Uh, everybody who stays back will get to take actions that can uh, either help uh, uh, the the person who is acting um, with their check or help them avoid a hazard on the way. 
So it's up to you. If you all want to go, that's fine, but you won't get any of those bonuses from people who are serving as spotters. Uh, Khan's going to stick with the young boy. So Khan's a spotter. I'm a spotter. I can't swim. Keepa's a spotter. My leaves will go... <laughs> I'm much better oh. at athletics than looking at things. <clears throat> so Oopsie seems to want to go out. I have a negative one. At what? Spotting? No, negative one athletics. I can't swim. <laughs> oh. uh, and what about yeah. Fanray? Uh, Fanray is going to go out. Fanray is going to go out. So Oopsie and Fanray are going to go out. I shall stay then. Oh, and Jim, really quick question. Can I use my mercy to get rid of that like negative hit point thing? You can. And what that will allow you to do is actually make a fortitude save, which is DC 10 plus the value of the condition, which is one. So DC 11 fortitude save uh, in order to remove the condition entirely. Oh, that's awesome. I am at a minus one for my fortitude save. Uh, And I'm actually going to spend the other one and I'm going to give it, can I use uh, my other mercy on uh, Peepa? Normally no, but why not? Oh, thank you. Everybody loves Peepa. Thanks. So I'm rolling as well, too? Yeah, yep. fortitude. Fortitude save? Mm-hmm. Where's my DC fortitude 11. on here? Where's fortitude? There it is. So if I didn't have that minus one, Jim, I would have I would have been at an 11, but I'm at a 10. Oh, no. And I already rolled. <laughs> oh, no. Don't you have an edge? Oh, I do have an edge. Can I have the edge now? You can add your edge to it, yeah. Edge, okay. <laughs> and that will put you exactly where you need to be Yay. to get rid of the drained condition. Ooh. I rolled a 16 plus my fortitude. Oh, yeah, then oh, yeah, you easily yeah. bypass it. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank both you. no longer drained. Excellent use of the mercies. Thank you. Thank you for the mercies, yes, you guys out there. You. Um, and I would just say before they go down, if you're able to check out that lizard folk as well, me, uh... Scars, anything, let me know, please. All right. Oh, that's so, right. The lizard folk is down there. Uh, so as I mentioned, we're playing this out in rounds. Yeah. Uh, but instead of rolling for initiative, we're just going to have the spotters go first and spotters who stayed back. You get three actions as normal. One, uh, seeking is a perception check uh, that might help you spot danger. If you succeed on your perception check, then you can use a two-action diplomacy check to to call out helpful advice that will give uh, your your allies a plus one bonus on the check that they're trying to make. Um, now there are multiple things to point out for each thing. So even if one person spots something, uh, somebody else can continue to spot things. You can also use all three of your actions if you want to try to spot things, because when you spot something, your other spotters are presumed to know about that. So then they can use their actions to focus on trying to give their the, the people who are acting their bonuses. At the end of that, when all the spotters have used up their actions, then the people who are actually trying to get down there make their check to do whatever it is they're trying to do. First, as I mentioned, climb down the ravine. However, there is also a, a danger involved. And if you don't spot the danger and and help warn them about it, then they will be subject to horrible consequences and it'll be all your fault. Oh, I don't want that. So round one, trying to climb down the ravine, Fanray and Oopsie begin making their way down cautiously, and it is Khan's turn as spotter. You can use, uh, right now, pretty much the only thing that you can do is perception. 
Uh, unless you just don't want to do anything. You can choose not to act. That would be uh, cruel. Khan <laughs> uh, is going to use his action to actually pull out his staff. Okay. Just in case something pops off. Gotcha. And use his two actions to spot. Okay, so make a perce- two perception checks. I have the sight. Uh, 21 and 13. 21. Oh. You spot some really good... You, you spot a tangle of strong roots that look like they would make a good handhold. And if somebody else can call them out with a, diploma, a successful diplomacy check, you would be able to, uh, to warn your friends where they can put their hands, which would give them a plus one bonus to their athletics check to climb. Uh, and that is all three of your actions. So we go next to Pipa. Pipa, you can continue to try to spot more things that will help. Or you can use a diplomacy check to try to tell them, shout out what you've already seen. I'll use a diplomacy check. Okay. Um, 15 plus 7. Easily done. Uh, you guys can all hear Pipa's little voice. What do you tell them? Uh, so you said that there's there's roots for... There's uh, like roots holding? like clinging to the, to the stones that they would be able to use that would make okay. really good handholds. My friends have left you roots along the stones, so grab them gently and use them towards the bow. That is going to give Oopsie and Fanray a plus one bonus, an additional plus one bonus to their athletics check this round. You have one more action. Do you want to try to spot something else? Yes, please. All right, make a perception I'm going to use my edge um, so that I rolled an eight plus one, nine, and perception is a six, so 15. 15, you don't spot anything oh, else. Yeah. And that takes us to Rias's okay. turn. Um, they know edge. about the handholds now, so you might as well, you can either, again, choose to do nothing, or if you have a different, like if you actually do have a different ability that would that would give some, like a spell or something, you can use that, but otherwise you can just try to spot some more danger. Or... Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna look for danger, for sure. Okay, Perception sure. On some, da- on some danger, uh, plus, Ah, dang, it's only a nine. Only a nine, all right. You don't see anything okay. else. Uh, um, but that is just one action. You can, yeah. well, if you oh, try yeah. again, you uh, there. You don't have enough actions to, to okay. do more. Uh, so on, so you can try to spot more, but nobody else has extra yeah. actions I'll, to actually I'll, make Okay, um, they, they shouted out those handholds. Yes. Can I perceive uh, like what their next task is gonna be? See if I can see something you wanna try, Yeah, you can try to make a perception check out into the water. So out into the water, better. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You're looking out into the water. You don't really see anything on the cliffs that would help them. However, you do notice that in the water, um, it, when they get down there, if they move just a little bit downriver, there's a patch of rocks that would actually allow them to walk a little bit further into the middle of the water so they wouldn't have to swim as far so that... Um, they would they'd be less likely to tire themselves out swimming. So that'll give them, if somebody can warn them where to go and direct them to that, that'll give them an additional plus one to their athletics check on the swimming portion, which will happen next. But right, after I, that- can, is that, can I use that as my third action? Uh, yeah, you wanna use the third action? Go ahead. Yeah, or, no, it's, it's two, ac- yeah, you, you can do that, that's fine. Okay, um, yeah, I would, I would just shout out, once you all get down and you're in the water, there's some rocks that you can get upon going to make it easier so you don't have to swim quite as far. Make that diplomacy check. 18 on the die. Whoa, yeah, you guys can also hear the the sibilant phrases coming from above you as as your lizard folk companion starts pointing out ways where you can where you can go before you get into the water. 
that will surely be helpful in the future. But now it is time for our action heroes to act. Oopsie and Fanray, you both need to make an athletics check. And we have plus one from the spot. Plus one, because one of those handholds were pointed out to you. Fourteen. Seventeen. Seventeen is a pass. Fourteen is a failure. Oh, um, no. Oopsie. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, you try to get over to these roots that uh, were pointed out to you, but uh, you, your hand slips. Uh, you're still covered in a little bit of blood from the, the battle that you just had, and your hand slips on the rocks, and you drop down into the water. Uh, you are momentarily disoriented, you're going to take a minus two penalty on the check to swim when we get there. So just uh, keep that in mind as you try to right yourself. However, uh, it looks like Fanray does quite a bit better. But as you're moving along, a danger that was not spotted, your hand slips uh, and you brush against a very uh, uh, carefully camouflaged, like papery oh. substance that almost looked like the rocks. And then you hear this loud, angry buzzing sound and you realize that you've disturbed a hornet's nest. And all of these hornets oh, come rushing shoot. up out of this nest, and I need you to make a reflex save oh. with no bonus because nobody stopped. St- uh, nobody noticed this danger. I'm so uh, Twenty-three. Yes, Twenty-three. Not only, not only do you critically succeed, but you'll get an additional plus one bonus to your yes. next d20 yes. roll thanks to that all wild magic still active. I don't think uh, Craig knows about the wild magic. He just popped in. He keeps popping in and out and has no idea that we we have a wild magic that's all about you, Craig. It's all I'll about Craig. It's, I'll it's let the Craig's family legacy. tell you in chat. Yeah, Barbarian's okay. legacy. Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> no, I'm that's sure good. Hey, Craig know. needs to know. Craig needs to know that he's here with us in spirit. Yes. Uh, so that is a critical success. You managed to avoid the wasps, scamper down the rest of the way, and gracefully uh, dip into the water. The wasps like flutter overhead for a moment, waiting for you to surface, but you wait and you wait, Good and job. then they finally lose interest and leave. Uh, and you, you surface, oh, taking a deep yay, gulp of breath, yay. and we move into the next round with our spotters up in the uh, up above. It is Khan <clears throat> Khan Shaka's turn first. Uh, free action. He uh, kind of uh, giggles at the hornets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> First action, I want to uh, spot, and then second action, I want to check for danger. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay, so it's two. That guy sucks. All right, there we go. Uh, geez, uh, 26 and a 23. Nice. <laughs> two absolute successes. Um, uh, on top of the fact that there's the the sort of shallow rocks that you could walk some of the way and not swim as far, you also note um, that hidden in some tall reeds, there's like this old bladder uh, that looks like a buoy that must have been left here maybe by like a like a fisherman or washed uh, downstream from one of the fishing uh, villages or, or something. Um, but you spot it sort of tangled in some reeds. You if, if somebody could point it out. Uh, and let you, and your friends could get a hold of it, it would help them significantly swim to where they need to go. You also notice that there is a large um, eel-like shape in the water 
and it looks like it uh, is something that would try to take a bite out of your friends, and if they could be warned of the danger, they would get a little bonus to their attempts to avoid it. Um, which you used two actions so far. Uh, I'm going to use my last action to look for more danger. Okay, make another okay. perception check. Uh, nine, uh, no, uh, 12, not, uh, seven, seven, 12, 19. That's a lot of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't spot anything else that looks dangerous. And now we go to Peepa's turn. You know, like, uh, Shaka, or Khan Shaka's over there and he's like pointing out all these things and you realize that your friends don't know about them. You can make a diplomacy check to mm -hmm. warn them about the thing that will help them. Or you can make an intimidate check to warn them of the thing that is dangerous to them. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to do an, uh, nope, diplomacy's higher. Diplomacy check on how to help them. Okay, so you try to point out that you're shouting down, like, go oh, get the buoy thingy that's floating there. Yes, 17 plus 7. 24, that is definitely going to do it. Uh, you guys, like, she points you over. There's some reeds over there. Uh, and you see this, like, floating bladder that would indeed provide you quite a bit of buoyancy as you're moving along and make swimming quite a bit easier. My giving you again. an additional plus one, which will basically cancel out the negative two that Jared's going to take on this because yeah. he's got oh. two bonuses from his allies but a minus two from his failure last turn. Uh, you That was two actions for you to, to make your check. Uh, you've got one action left. What do you want to do? I I can't say the other thing. The it takes the two actions to make a check to do uh, that. Oh, okay. So then, can I look for other help? Other yes. helpful. Okay. Sure. Uh, Nineteen and I plus six perception. Plus 24. six perception. Uh, you don't notice nope, anything else in the water. However, you do notice that over by the tree itself. Um, let me see what was on the tree. What was on the tree? You notice uh, that there is a very large. Um, uh, stick that is almost broken off the limb that they would have to balance across. And if they grabbed it, they could actually reach, use it to reach out and hook the bowstring so that they wouldn't have to balance to the very end of the, of the mm -hmm. branch, which would probably not hold their weight as well. So it would give them a little extra reach and help them get the, the bow off the, the tree limb where it's lodged. Okay. And now it is Rias's turn. You know that your companions know about all the bonuses that they can get at this point, but you know that there's also danger they're unaware of. So you're you basically left with giving them an intimidation check to try to warn them of the creature that wants to take a bite out of them. Yes, I will shout down, once we're over in the water, be very careful because there's an eel lurking beneath it. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> um... That's going to be a 22. Oh. A 22 is a success, but not the grand <laughs> yeah. critical success that we were all hoping for. Yeah. So you, both of you, are, are you, you hear about the, there's a creature down in the water. You look, you spot it, you're ready for it. That's going to give you, uh, basically, it's going to make an attack, and you're both going to get a plus two bonus to your armor class against that attack because you were warned and yes. you can see it coming. Now, uh, fi is, final action, can I reload? Uh, just uh, reload my crossbow? Sure, you can reload final your action? crossbow. Yeah, yep. I'll reload Absolutely. that. You ready? We now go to Oopsie and Fanray. It is time to swim. You get, the, you get a plus two bonus from your allies, 
and you get a plus two bonus to your AC against the danger that you've been warned of. But you both do need to make your athletics check regardless. Uh, just so you know, Jim, Silent H donated $12 to literally sink Fanray and I. To li- Okay, well then I guess there's no, I have no choice wow. but to put those sinks on but one, uh, one who try to literally sink you. Uh, literally! Wow. That is fantastic. Oh, no, dude, I love it. I love the room. Wow. Uh, okay. And Fenrir, you got a BB. You got a BB, too. 14. 14? That is a failure. And I'm uh, good at athletics. Wait, can I actually... give an edge to <laughs> Jared? It, you, you can. Can I give one to Jared? Yeah, I'm gonna give one to Jim. <laughs> fifteen, a, Jim. A fifteen is still a failure. Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it was a generous donation. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. I tried. Overcharge. You do Jim. manage to get where you need to go, but you are also going to be fatigued now until oh. you can rest. <laughs> just so you're aware. It's so, you're like swimming around, you're getting <coughs> just, just absolutely dog tired. And then this eel comes up. First, it tries to sink its teeth into Fanray's legs as she swiftly swims by. Uh, that is a total of an eight. It's <laughs> definitely not going to hit. Uh, but then it sees that there's a goblin who might be a little easier eating because he looks like he's slowing down. I'm so going to sink in... your your roll. <sighs> Fine. You're welcome. Fine. Sink your battleship, Jim. It's going to come in and try to take a bite out of old Oopsie with a 17. <laughs> but you do get a plus two bonus to your AC because you were warned. Oh, yeah. If I didn't have that plus two, <laughs> you would have got <laughs> me because of the fatigue. Oh, the companion good. saved you. You managed to Whoa. push off some rocks just at the right moment. Oh. And the eel goes, yeah, tries to tromp around your legs, but misses. And then frustrated, it just slithers off into the water and, and disappears. You are now both at the tree limb. You're going to have to balance across it to get where you need to go. Uh, you're going to get a plus one bonus to this roll no matter what, because you know you don't have to go as far because you've got this stick now that was pointed out to you that you can use to reach. Uh, but before that, if any of your friends want to continue spotting for you, mm-hmm. they can. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Ka- Shaka Khan first. Khan Shaka, gosh darn it. <laughs> Khan Shaka. Yeah, right. Khan Shaka from the Shaka Clan. You're right. Anyway, <laughs> you're right. Um, I will use uh, an action to look for any anything to help to spot. Right. That is a uh, 25. 25 is a success. You see that there, basically, you can see that the, the tree limb that they would go across actually splits at one point, and you see that you can kind of tell that one of the sides is a little stronger and won't bend as much under their weight. And so if you can, if somebody can point that out to them with a diplomacy check, then they'll get to, they'll know which way to go. It'll be more successful. Yeah, the player's better at diplomacy than the character, so not going to do that. I will use the next two actions to point out everything that I saw to the young master, uh, the young okay. one, so he sure. learns of what's going on. Sure, you, you know. could make another check to see if you want to spot any danger. Nobody has. I'll do that. Any I'll do that. Uh, uh, but that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, you don't spot anything dangerous. But that does take us to Peepa's turn. There's one more thing you could you could use two actions to point something helpful out to your allies, or you could make a seek action to see if you can spot any danger. What do you want to do? Oh. Uh... 
Uh, seek action is with intimidation. That's perception. Seeking oh, is perception. perception. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, let okay. me let me seek for danger. Okay, looking for danger. See if you can spot anything that might look out of the ordinary. Eighteen plus six. Eighteen plus six oh. is going to get you a twenty-four. That bagel oh, feels feel hot tonight. <laughs> ah, uh, you actually do see that coiled up amongst some of the dead branches, almost invisible because it's camouflaged. There is a snake. Oh no! There is a Bob. snake. Ooh. Somebody should warn your companions. You have two actions left. You can make a diplomacy check to try to warn them about the path they should take, which will give them a bonus. Or you can make an intimidate check to warn them of the danger and hopefully give them a bonus on any attempts to avoid it. Let me uh, do diplomacy to avoid the snake. That would be intimidation to avoid the snake. Sorry, intimidation. Oh, I'm going to use a reroll. Oh, using the hero points. I have one left. Here we go. Okay, okay. Intimidation. Fifteen? Fifteen, yeah, you're like, you're shouting like, look out, oh, look out, and you're pointing, and it doesn't look like your companions can hear you. Hmm. They just don't seem to, like, they, they, they're still just moving as if they, they just don't know what's going on. But maybe Rias <gasps> can be the one to help. Yes. Can he save the day? Yes. I'm going to shout out, uh, people's trying to shout out, beware of the snake. I'm All right, make an intimidation check. Uh, oh, you cool. wrote the same thing as I did. Uh, it's going to be an 18. 18? Uh, that is actually a success. Yes. You managed to shout just loud enough, and you can look back, and you can see both Pipa and Rias are up there. They're pointing out. They're, like, frantic. And you look, you see, uh, you look, at, and you're trying to see what they're, they're pointing to, but you know there's danger ahead, so you start moving much more cautiously ahead. You'll get a bonus if there were, say, a save that you'll need to make in a moment. But before we get to that, I need you both to make your acrobatics checks to balance your way across this the, this this outgrown tree limb. Um, you're both going to get, I believe, a plus two from what your friends have pointed out to you. Or no, plus one. They didn't point out the, the path. Aww, so you so both wonderful. get a plus one to your acrobatics checks on top of whatever else you've got. I've changed die, oh. Jim. 23. Nice. Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! Uh, wow, 23 is a magic number, y'all. Yeah. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Both of those are successes, but yes. as you're making your way across, oh. you uh, hear this sudden hissing sound, uh, but you were kind of ready. You were kind of prepared for something scary. So you both, as this snake comes like snapping up at you, uh, it's momentarily startling, but since you were a little bit prepared, you both get to make a reflex save with a plus one bonus. Oh, Jamie. Does drained uh, effect saves? Uh, only fortitude. Okay. 16. 16 is a pass. You managed to, yes. uh, you, you like almost are like startled back up. Uh, you like, oh, you almost fall off the, the, the place where the, the tree limb that you're walking on, but you managed to keep your feet. You're very nimble. How about Oopsie? 25. Oh, oh Oopsie is, yes. was ready for it. Uh, he basically just whacks it with the butt of his glaive and the snake falls in the water and is, is swept away. You both managed to reach the bow uh, and together you uh, reach out with this like long stick that was pointed out to you. You hook the bow 
and you get it up uh, and manage to, to bring it in, throwing it over your shoulders. Yay! You've succeeded! You've retrieved Yay. the bow! Hooray! You My did it! Ball. And the lizard folk! <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, the lizard folk. Yes. Yeah. You wanna, why don't, uh, whoever is gonna go check out the lizard folk, go ahead and make a, uh, an athletics check to swim over there. I can do it. You wanna do it? Be a regular old one. Uh, 16, one six. One six. Uh, easily enough, you managed to, uh, get over to this rock where there's a lizard folk. You can see that it's wearing some armor, uh, some, some, uh, hide armor, uh, and there's a gnarled, knotted club near its outstretched limp, limp hand. Um, but uh, it looks, it, it's definitely dead. It's probably been dead for a full day or two. Oh, freshly dead. Can I do a, a medicine or? Medicine, yeah, medicine check, check, yeah, if you want to determine exactly how it oh, died. <laughs> Cragged it. <laughs> Cragged oh, it! Oh no! No. It. no, you bring it back to life. As far as you know, it's actually alive. He's just sleeping. <laughs> you don't know why he's, he just, but he won't get up. He's just sleeping. <laughs> Fair. I, I put him on my back and I start climbing up the rope. <laughs> Con Shaka left. You guys make your way back towards where your companions are waiting. You've retrieved the bow, uh, and you you can see that that Sandy is is Sandoval is is quite pleased to see what happens. He was like, "Wow, you guys." work together and, and like I, I I feel like I learned a lot just just watching you was you know I mean uh, I mean I guess it's a good thing I didn't go it looked really dangerous you know I, I guess I guess maybe I'm just not cut out for any of this danger stuff I mean you know honestly I, I feel I feel like maybe do we even need to do this I mean what's the point of just going out and killing a boar I mean I don't even I don't even know that that's what I wanted do anymore what do you guys think what do we what should we do should we just turn around and go back or do we keep going that's, i just i don't know what to do that's up to you no don't never let anyone tell you to do something you don't want to do that's a true man goblin does any does anybody else have anything to say about this or do you agree with oopsie's I, assessment i'd say uh we could always lie and say you actually killed it, and then they will never know the truth, except for us. Except they expect us to bring the bowl back for the feast. Oh. Uh, young, young sire dude, bruh. Um, you're gonna end up doing a lot of shit you don't wanna do, man. And this is gonna be one of them, and it's the start. Whether you actually do the killing blow or not, that is a moot point. But to finish the journey is the most important. So we should okay. at least go forward, even if you sit and watch. And maybe you'll see how, you know, to point, point things out and lead from a distance. But at least you know how. So I feel like so far, we've got a two to two vote. Does Rias have <laughs> a, a, a hand in this or do you sit back and watch it play out? Uh, I would I would look at him and be like, you know what, that assessment, I would agree with that. You've already come so far, and I would agree that you're learning things. Why not complete the journey that we're here for, regardless or not? All if right. If we don't kill it, we, will, we can lie for you. Okay. Uh, it looks like we've got a three to two. 
uh, with Fan Ray leading the charge to keep going because she wants to complete the job, and Oopsie telling this kid to make his own decisions. Why don't you each make an opposed uh, diplomacy roll check roll uh, with Fan Ray getting a plus four since she's got two allies, and Oopsie having a plus two with uh, just the one ally and Peepa. <laughs> 19. What? Looks like we're killing a pig, Jim. He <laughs> <laughs> says, you know what? I, I, I guess I guess you're right. Sometimes you just got to keep going. And, uh, you know, um, if we don't show up with the boar, my parents are going to be so disappointed and they'll never let me live it down. And uh, you're right. We, we've got to keep pressing on. We can do this. Let's go. That's what I want to do. And so he shoulders his bow that you've retrieved for him and sort of leading the way sets off into the forest. Um, is anybody, I'll actually have uh, whoever would like to sort of lead this expedition and track the boar, make a survival check. Got it. Ain't got that. You got it? Uh, 20, mm -hmm. 22. 22, oh yeah, wow. Nice. Pretty good. Not the best that anybody's done. There's one better. <laughs> but it's still pretty good. Uh, you actually, uh, within the next hour, traveling along beyond the bridge on the other side of the ravine, <clears throat> begin to see signs. Signs that lead you to believe that you are getting very close to the boar's territory. Um, it's about maybe, maybe you would, you would probably call it dinner time on a normal day. Uh, the sun isn't quite setting yet, but it's starting to, it has crossed its zenith and it's getting lower on the horizon. Um, Still plenty of light, and you can see that there are deep gouges in some of the lower trunks of the trees where you know, you recognize, that a beast like this would have marked its territory. So now you know that you are getting closer and closer to the boar. What do you do? Uh, I relay this information. We're getting, okay. cl we're getting close to the boar, y'all. Okay. When you mention that, Sandy sort of gets his bow ready, and you can see he's shaking a little bit, and he's looking at all of you. He's like, okay, I guess this is it. What do you guys do? I want to draw my glaive and stealth into the tree line. Okay, we got some stealth. So uh -oh. just so you know, anybody who is stealthing forward uh, will roll stealth for initiative instead of perception. Uh, and if you are, if you beat the creature's perception check in initiative, then you will also start hidden from the creature if you find it. Nice. Um, all, all, I've got, it's already loaded. I'll have my crossbow out. Okay, so you've got the crossbow at the ready. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll play, uh, I guess, kind of bait a little bit as well, too. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, so, so you so sort so of kind of scouting for it. So while they are, they are, um, if you're scouting, that's going to give everybody a plus one bonus to initiative checks when you ha if you have to make them. Uh, Pipa and Khan Shaka, uh, you can either move forward sort of keeping an eye out, or you can move forward stealthily like Oopsie has done. I'm assuming Fanray is also going to do so, but I didn't check with you. Absolutely. All right, so Fanray and Oopsie sort of try to disappear and make their way more stealthily along. How do I'm you guys want to go? I'm going to uh, perceive, because if I see something, I'll just conquer down into a plant if I can. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. And then Khan Shaka, is anything? You can actually, um, since you're tracking the beast, mm -hmm. just so you know, if we roll initiative, you can roll survival as your initiative skill instead of perception. Thank because God. Because you it's are the tracking the beast actively. It's the same roll. Um, oh, well, 
<laughs> I love it. Um, just looking up how this actually works real quick. Uh, nope, one minute. Okay, not yet. Um, I'm going to continue to search for the beast. Okay. Uh, but now I'm not being stealthy for it because if it jumps me, who cares? Gotcha. <laughs> you guys begin. For Sandy to come. Yeah. Uh, stealth down with me. Okay, so you're going to direct him to stealth. Okay. So I'll make sure that he is doing that. And that takes us. I don't know why I just said that, but you guys begin moving, creeping along. <laughs> okay. Some of you sort of keeping off the trail. Some of you sort of serving as lookouts. <clears throat> Others of you uh, more like bait for this creature if you stumble upon it. Um, and as you are moving, uh, you suddenly hear this snorting and rustling sounds, and then a squeal of porcine squeal of rage as something comes bounding out of the forest uh, directly at Pipa. Rias and Khan Shaka, and it is time to roll initiative. Yeah! Yeet! And everyone gets a plus one from me. Everybody gets a plus one bonus. Initiative is perception and two, Uh, right? Perception, yeah. Normally it's perception. Unless you're stealthing, then it's stealth. Okay. It's just perception, right? No, then the plus one. Okay. And a plus one, yeah. Yeah, the plus Three. one is on top of everything else that you're yeah, doing. Yep, yes. yep, yep. All right, I've got my initiative, but the question is, mm-hmm. what's, Shaka, what's Khan Shaka's? Uh, 21. Ooh, mm. you got me by just a little bit. <coughs> what about Oopsie? 27. Mm. Whoa, you got nice. me by a lot. <laughs> Damn. I didn't know that uh, that you were so stealthy. I'm very stealthy, Jim. <laughs> that was a stealthy champion. What about Fanray? 22. Oh, Ooh. 22 for Fanray. Rius? 16. 16 for old Rius. And Pipa? I rolled a 22 as well. Hey. All right. I guess I'm last. <laughs> I couldn't get into the 20s with everybody. Let me roll for our good friend Sandy, who's been stealthing along. Uh, he's last. <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Poor kid. That's okay. He can stay last. All right. Oopsie. You are first anyway. to react. You know that this th- there's you could you spot this this blue-skinned boar that is just angrily charging through the underbrush right for where you're standing. What do you do? I will drop my glaive at my side. Okay. Uh, and draw my sling. Okay. Uh, and then I will load my sling. Okay. Uh, and then I will start the wind up and fire it at the same time. Okay. You are to... currently hidden from this creature, so it is flat footed. Okay. I want to whisper to Sandy take your time, line up your shot, be ready. Is that what you sound like? What Jared sounds like? 16 on the die to hit, plus 7, 21, nope, 22. I can't math, 23. 23. Oh, that is a critical hit. With a sling, I love it. Uh, Who yeah. was it that was saying, uh, can level ones even get 23s? They've gotten so many. <laughs> uh, it's going to be five blunt damage. Did you double it? I did. Well, I, I rolled it twice. Yeah, you don't add a you don't add um, strength for your propulsive. Uh, I, oh, I guess I do, huh? Yeah. Uh, then it's gonna be add two to that seven. 
Okay, so seven points of damage. Nice. This thing, I mean, you just clobber this thing with a with a sling bullet, um, and it just shakes its head, and it looks like enraged even more than it was. But that will take us to Fanray's turn. You are also hidden. What do you do? Fanray would like to stay hidden. Uh, okay. And she would basically like to, without anyone knowing, pull out the toxin and apply it to one of her own arrows. Oh, okay. Uh, so that, you know, oh I'm gonna help without him knowing. Okay. Uh, Would I have any action after that? Um, if you've got the, I would say applying the toxin was probably a two action. Like I would say that probably takes up all your actions for this round. Sure. Uh, but Peepa, you are not hidden. And this thing is angry, and okay. its tusks look nasty. What do you do? I cast shield on me, so it gives me a plus uh, one to my AC. Yep. And can I do anything else, or is that a two is that Yeah, a two it's thing? a one no, action. It's a one, shield is one, one of the action. very few one action spells. Oh, great. So, and then I would um, ready my rapier in case I have to fight it up close. Okay, so you get the rapier out, you shield yourself, and then we go to uh, Khan Shaka's turn. Uh, everyone sees Khan Shaka just kind of beef up a little bit, and his shirt kind of rips, and his nails get really long as he screams, I like bears, bro! And charges, <laughs> uses his wild morph uh, to become a bit more feral, charges at the pig, <laughs> and slashes at him. All uh, right. <laughs> Uh, that would be a 15. Uh, 15 is going to miss. Sorry. Unfortunately, wall form doesn't give you any pluses to any of that stuff. That's, nah, it just gives you the claw attacks. Uh, but that is going to be your three actions. And as soon as you do all of this, it's time for it to go. Oh, no. um, and it sees you, like, charge up to it. Uh, and it skitters back, like it actually like does a 180 and rushes back and then does a 180 again and comes barreling no. in at you and charges you with its tusks oh. lowered. <clears throat> oh, no. oh man, is um, it gonna hurt? Uh, uh, do we have anything? We don't got anything. Oh wait, Jim, wait, um, wait, sink yes. real quick. Okay. Sink your butt. Yeah. Sink everything <laughs> you are. That <laughs> takes me from a 28 Oh, God. To a 27. Wow. What is your AC? I know that's a hit, but what is your AC, Lamar? Oh, Can I use a hero point to make Jim reroll? No. no. <laughs> I was going to check. All right. Uh, <laughs> my AC is not that. My AC is, 20, is 16. So oh. not only is it a hit, it is a critical hit. Oh. Oh. This thing deals a lot of damage, and I'm going to roll double it. That is 4d6. Uh, Jim, how do you make it through this? Oh, that's pathetic. Two ones on my first two. Good. Good. Plus seven uh, is nine. Nine plus eight. A lot. 17 so. points Ooh. of piercing damage as this, this thing Ooh. just good, gores mm. you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, that boar charge is a two action action, so it does have a third action, and it's just going to go ahead and try to gore you normally. 
which is at a minus five. Even though it moves back. Is it, is it, Jim? Because I'm already down. Oh, man. You're down oh, already. I'm no. unconscious. So uh, well, so what happens is <clears throat> when you get knocked out, you go to dying one. However, if you get knocked out by a critical hit, you immediately go to dying two. Oh, if you get oh, to no. dying four, you are permanently dead. No. Forever. Oh my God. I, no. I, this is the greatest welcome back to DMD <laughs> I've ever had. My very first uh, encounter, and I'm about to die. Bring it up, Jim. It's Bring your it second up. encounter. But I carried a child. Bring it on, Jim. <laughs> well, <laughs> you ain't carried it for nine Jim, months. Jim, you ain't nothing. Let's go. <laughs> Seeing as you're down, this creature is going to then just move up to um, Pipa, and it doesn't have another action after that. So then it is Rias's turn. Uh, I had my crossbow out. I'm gonna take a shot at this thing. Okay, fire away. With an edge. With an edge. With an edge. Thank you guys for all the donations. Okay, yeah. Um, that is going to be... Where'd it go? Math. Uh, yes. Uh, that is going to be a 19. 19 is a hit. Yeah! Okay. 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 Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. bad boy, that's going to be a D10. Oh, nice. Oh. Oh, you know, oh, dang it. Um, you have an overcharge? Yeah, I got an overcharge. I'm going to go ahead and use that. That's going to be three points. Oh shit, that's it. Three points of damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always disappointing on a D10 when you roll a blow of five. It's like, come on. So that that was one action. My second action, um, you, you see Reese's hand come up, scrunch his fingers, that blue energy starts coming forward. I'm going to shoot another uh, Raven Feeblement. Raven Feeblement? Yep. See if I can hit this bad boy. Um, come on. Oh, poo. Um, only gonna be a 10. 10. 10 is not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do it at all. All right. After that, we go to Sandy's turn. Sandy kind of looks at you, oopsie, and he's like, should I, should I try to hit it? Take the shot! All do right. He's hidden. So the creature is flat-footed to him. He pulls back the string on the bow and let's fly. Not 20. No. Uh, the shot goes wide and he's like, oh no, I missed. It's all right, it's all right. Center breathing, go again. Oopsie, it is your turn. Um, how far away is Khan Shaka from me? Uh, probably about 20 feet from where you are right now. Okay. But I don't want to leave this kid alone in the woods. What would a con shocker do, Jared? I'm gonna fire another. I'm gonna load the sling, take another shot. Hit it in the butt. And then All right. again. So let's see here. Rolling the dice. That's a 13 on the die plus seven. So 20, not natural. 20, not natural is still a hit. 30, 20. Uh, what's an overcharge do for me, Jim? Plus three. Adds damage? your level to the damage dealt. All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll do that. I'll sure, overcharge. Sure, because you plus one damage. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get damage. Damage. Five damage. Okay. Oof. And then I load my my uh, sling again. No, I pick up my glaive for my third action. 
Okay. Ooh. You pick up the glaive. Uh, this thing is looking a little battered, um, but it is not down Come yet, on, and it is fierce. It is fierce, and it is Fanray's turn. Okay, Fanray lines up a shot with this arrow with the toxin on it. Okay, you are okay. still hidden, so I just Shooting flat-footed to you. Okay, 15 on the die. Yeah. 21. Yeah. That's going to do it. That is yeah! a hit. Cool. All Take. right, uh, and I get sneak attack. Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, that's nine points of damage. Nice. Oh, jeez. All right. This thing is really starting to look uh, beat up. And as the toxin enters its bloodstream, you can see, like, within moments, it starts, like, snorting and, and like, swaying on its feet. You're not sure if it's... The rest of you just aren't sure if it's the blood loss. Though you, Fenray, know. You know what you've done. <laughs> uh, Pipa. Uh, this thing uh, has gotten right up in your face. It's scary. It looks even beat up and bloodied. It, in fact, probably makes it look even more fierce. What do you do? Um, are, are wild boars vegetarian, though? Probably wouldn't find her amusing at all. <laughs> I'm going to try and hit it with my rapier. Okay. Yeah, you have to pull out your rapier? No, I, ra- I already pulled it out. Yeah, I said it did. before. Uh, 19 on a die plus 5. Tough. 24. 24. Mad 24 is a hit. <laughs> okay. Uh, four points damage. I go. <laughs> All right. It's still up. What do you do? Oh, again? Two more I can hit again. Yeah. Uh, I'll hit it again. I'm okay. In space. 15 plus my five. 20. Uh, but 20? But, 20. Uh, Never mind. Then, minus your five. Uh, minus my five. Uh, so... Or rapiers finesse weapon, right? Would that be a minus four? No, rapiers are uh, not agile. Agile is not the trait that gives a minus weapon. four. So, you're so, yeah. So, 16? 16. Well, you know, normally that would be a miss, but this thing looks a little woozy on its feet for some reason. Okay. So that's a hit. All right. Uh, three points of damage. Okay, this thing is still alive. No. But barely. You, what do you bear. do? Let him. Let him do it. Actions. I have let one more. I have one more action. You do. I would yell to Sandy, and I go, "It's your turn!" All right, Khan Shaka. When you are dying, you must make a flat check, which is equal oh to God. ten plus the dying value. You are currently at dying two. Flat check means on the die, no bonuses of any kind. What comes up, the number on the die, you need a 12 or higher to stabilize. Otherwise, you go down to dying three. Damn, I rolled a natural 20. Oh! Oh. Not only do you stabilize, (laughs) but you are at one hit point and conscious. (laughs) Yes! What do you do? You wake up. You're alive. I wake up? Yeah. Am I near one critical success? Am I near the pig? Uh, it is about twenty feet away from you, and you are currently lying down. So you'd have to get up, but then you could move and strike if you wanted to. I I stand up. I look at the pig. I go to the pig. Okay. I hit the pig. <laughs> All right, hit the pig. I'm barely standing up. 
You're both barely. So is he wounded up. too? He's barely. He's wounded up. too. What's or no? When when you uh, if you, the 20 if you gets roll rid of it. twenty, I don't think you. Yeah. Okay. It, so basically, yeah, I think you're wounded too. I think you are. If you go to dying again, you start at wounded two and then go immediately to wounded three. Or well, dying three. Uh, I, I rolled the twenty-three. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Eight, Eighteen <laughs> plus five. Michael Jordan. <laughs> That is a critical hit! Yeah! <laughs> Best well magic ever. Poor Eric is missing it. So that's double the die and then double the plus? Yep. Sounds like a commercial. Uh, that's a D10. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, 11. 15 points of damage. Oh. Damn! You just almost disembowel this creature. <laughs> what you notice, a couple of things, all of you notice. Any normal creature would be dead. But boars, boars have a little known thing called ferocity. Oh, that's right. When boars are reduced to by a hit that would reduce them to zero hit points, they can avoid being knocked out, but their wounded value increases. So, because it was knocked out by a critical hit, it is wounded too, but it is still up and fighting. Because oh, this oh, thing does not go down easy. Dang it. Boars are yeah, it hard work. to kill. All right. it, is like the boars, it is the boar's turn. Oh, it is going to try to gore Peepa, because that's what it was going to do last right, time. I got my shield up. That's fine. I'm going to go ahead and just negate the shield by using my edge. Give me a plus one to your plus one AC. That is going to be 18 to hit. That's, oh, that's exactly my AC Ooh, right now gotcha. with the shield for one round. Oh, that is weak damage that you take six points of piercing damage okay. as it just gah, gets you with the gore. Uh, it is just enraged wildly. It's gonna turn to Rius and try to gore him as well at a minus five. I'm going to use another edge to make it a minus four. Damn. I'm going to use eight sinks. You don't have eight sinks. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter because I rolled a natural one again. Oh, yeah. So then it'll turn. It'll just try to gore you again at a minus ten. I'll use my last edge. Me or... I'm trying to gore Rius again. Okay. With a natural four. <laughs> um, it is now Rius's turn. Uh, it is my turn, you say? Yep. Uh, tries to gore, I dodge once. Tries to gore, I dodge twice. Uh, I'm gonna walk up. I got these claws on the end of my fingers, Jim. I'm gonna slash at its face. You're gonna slap it. You're just slap. gonna slap this guy right in his bory face. Uh, that is going to be. Um, that's yeah, only gonna be a 14 on that 14 one. 14 is a miss. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, so I missed it. Fine, fine. I tried to slash it. Then I'm. As soon as I go to slash it, I'm just gonna reach out one little claw and I'm gonna touch it. 
right on his forehead for a ch- uh, for a chilling touch, Jim. A chilly touch. Chilly touch. Chilly touch. Is you that require a fortitude it. save on my part? I can't. I don't have my overcharge anymore. Uh, yes, fortitude oh. save on your side. Uh, that is only a 13. Ooh, that's going to be a miss. You're going to take this damage from me. Can, 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 I, can I glimpse of redemption the boar? <laughs> Technically, no. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> I take... I take that claw, I shove it right in its forehead, and it takes three points of chili damage. Well, it had one hit point because uh-huh. it had used its ferocity. So that takes it to zero. However, it's only wounded two, so it can continue to use its ferocity ability. Oh. It now goes to wounded three, but has one hit point and is alive. Right. And guess whose turn it is? At negative three, it can, at, once it's wounded three, it can no longer use ferocity. So the next hit will kill it. I'm going Sandy. to allow Sandy's got our guest, shots. Lamar, Lamar Harris, I want you to roll an attack for Sandy and tell me what you get on the die. Or roll baby's first Fisher Price die. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It is a 15 on the die. That is going to be a hit. That is a hit. With only one hit point left, there is no possibility for the boar to survive. The arrow strikes true, and the boar collapses under the weight. It was already at wounded three. It immediately goes to dying four. It is dead. Slain. You have hunted the great blue boar. Sandy is just like, I can't believe it! I did it! Oh my gosh, this is amazing! Khan's like, yeah, you did it! You did it! You did it! I'm I'm gonna walk over to a Khanshaka, and I'm gonna pull out a vial. uh, And uh, I'm gonna give you an elixir of life. Okay. Uh, So it's a a a D6 uh, plus one. Sweet. Yeah. It's four. Bang. That makes me happy. So you all um, regather your strength uh, and celebrate your victory. Um, and then you all begin the laborious process of getting the boar out <laughs> of the forest because <laughs> that'll be it'll be a lot of carrying. However, uh, retracing your path, uh, you've already cleared it of danger and you make it out of the forest by the by sunset. As, as the sun is just lowering below the horizon, you all make your way out of the forest. Uh, the encampment is overjoyed to see you return and to see uh, young Master Sandy has, is triumphant. Uh, his parents are overjoyed to see that you were successful and that you managed to keep the boy safe. Uh, and Kinda. you notice as, as you are making your way through the camp and, and Sandy is greeting people and, and regaling everybody with tales of your heroism, he is... Always, of course, careful to make sure that he includes all of you and let everybody know how you helped him and how you were there every step of the way and how your heroism was every bit as important as his own. And you can see that he carries himself with quite a bit more confidence now that he has completed this quest. And indeed, he has become, perhaps he has indeed taken the next step into becoming a man. Uh, Over the next three days... Uh, you feast on roast boar, and it's delicious. Mm. Uh, and oh, and the festival is, is absolutely delightful. Uh, 
Um, it is a three-day rich people party, so there's all kinds of crazy stuff <laughs> that happens. Music and entertainment <laughs> and, and fireworks at night. Khan Shaka makes some side money dancing. Khan Shaka manages to make some money. You all, of course, are paid handsomely. Uh, you you get the full contract. So between for for each of you, there's ten silver or ten mm. gold scales for each of you, yeah. uh, and that is the end of our first successful heroic oh, endeavor. Yay. Hey. Oh, we did it! Yeah. We, we, did it. We, we, almost, we almost killed the kid, but... Sorry! Hey, that's we. true. The only time the kid almost died was specifically because of Peepa. Oh, Peepa, she that might be adorable, but she's... There's something dark. There's a darkness <laughs> in there. <laughs> Those uh, teeth! They're scary. It's the tea. Yeah. I will see you next time. And, uh, you know, bye bye. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Thank see you so much. You're still here? Well, you know, hey, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. It was really fun to run the adventure. You know, we do this live, twitch.tv slash the DAT network. That's the D-A-T network. Heroic Endeavors runs Friday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, but every night of the week, we've got a D&D show or a Pathfinder show or a Starfinder show. I mean, it's crazy how much content we're able to put out now that we're all stuck at home forever. No, not forever. There will be a time when we can all gather in the studio and do this live, but for now, it's just through Zoom. I'm rambling. The point is, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the sounds, if you enjoyed the music that you heard during the game, remember, that's all coming in from Sirenscape. You can download their app for free, add those sounds and music to your own games. Uh, they just released the online player, so you can actually stream sounds to your whole group in real time. It's absolutely amazing. Just use the link in the description. Let them know that Dragons and Things sent you, and uh, they'll hook you up with an awesome, amazing app that's going to help bring your games to life. For now, I'll let you go. I'll get out of here. But please, don't forget to come check us out live. Twitch.tv slash The Dat Network. See ya!